<laughs> what's up what's up everybody oh, no. welcome to episode eight of the overview i'm chan man v and you notice the difference here i got two co-hosts not here today but that just means a lot more guests for us today uh fish sticks and shade they're out fish sticks is actually one of the cool kids Avoiding in Irvine. Me. He's one of the cool kids actually in Irvine right now. And then uh, Shade's not feeling too great today. So, we got these three guys here. First off, Jason Kaplan. First time on the show, ESL caster. You might know him from many other things, particularly in League of Legends. How are you doing today, Jason? Not to be confused with Jeff Kaplan. Yeah, shut up. Shut up. Um, so, it's good to know the actual <laughs> name is Jason in the uh in the screen this time but i'm doing good doing good so uh, like 9 p.m here in germany so obviously a little bit later for for than you guys but glad to be here no i appreciate that i will never live that down uh of course returning to the show at least as as a guest and not a co-host this time around stir let's have it go <laughs> hi it's been a while yeah, yeah. it definitely has just, just hanging out just, just hanging gonna up. talk about zenyatta for an hour <laughs> I, I <imagine>. <laughs> Let's hope it's not just about Zenyatta for an hour, but a good portion of be about Zenyatta. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then finally, from Team Envious, one of the top teams that we have in, in NA as well as just overall, just uh, Overwatch just generally, from Team Envious, Minstrel. How are you doing, buddy? Fine. You know, very <laughs> excited to be here. <laughs> Can we get a different guy? Can we get a different guy? I might have short notice. Is it too late? Uh, short notice, yeah. I mean, thanks to all of you guys for yeah, coming on. Actually, except for Jason on short notice. He had had a lot of juggling this week, but this is going to be awesome. We've got a full full show planned for you guys. Going to talk about the sh- animated short to, to start off with. And then uh, touch on the patch notes, since the patches always seem to come out right after the show ends. So it's been almost about a, it's been almost a week, but we haven't talked about it, so might as well cover it. And then we'll go over competitive events and the meta. The meta is the big topic this week as to Zen meta, as, as, as uh, Stir was referring to. But let's kick things off. Let's talk about the animated short that uh, debuted yesterday. Uh, and right, it, so let's get a, let's get a ranking out of ten, out of ten. Everybody. Oh, yeah, out of ten. Okay, all right, all right. What do you guys think? Uh, how did how did you guys? Well, let me let me let me show the audience first the the uh, the actual animation. No one no one wants to. Nobody. <laughs> I don't know. What, nobody wants to video, see the thing. What, what are you talking video about? Video was a ten. Realism was like a three. There's no way Reaper would ever get destroyed by. A- <laughs> That's so true. That's but so it was true. actually really really well done video. Like, I don't really care about the lore of Overwatch, but that video made me care about the lore of Overwatch. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right, how about you, Mitchell? I just thought the uh, scientist has really creepy-looking stubble. It looks like he spends an hour manicuring it every day. <laughs> He's got, like, a so perfect line. Out of it. What? Yeah, that was the <laughs> main you, thing I noticed. What are you, what are you looking at? Dr. That's so Winston. I'm have to rewatch. I don't know. It just stood out. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna give it like a two. A what? You're gonna no. give it? A t- <laughs> no, I, I not a two, but I, I want to go. I said this. I think like one of the last times I was on the show that Let me think so. I was. Nothing happened. What happened in it? Well, it's I like mean, if you fo- if you followed the lore and you know like Overwatch, you already knew everything that happened in it. And I had said before that I wished it was a better st- like something new. So I thought it was cool that they're bringing scientist guy on, but he, all he did was. Give Winston a pair of glasses, and well, I mean, I, I think they're trying to do backstories, right? On yeah, on each of them, and well, this one's a little bit more of a general plus. Oh my god! 
<laughs> oh my god, that's karma. It's not a two. I, the animation was good. It was good. It's just I, I, I expect it. You, I don't know, you, something new that that you wouldn't expect to happen. Well, you said to you give it a rating. Already so, following the lore. So out of ten, what was it? I don't know, like a like a seven. I'll give it a seven. Seven. Oh, okay. Give it a seven. I give it a I give it a nine. Uh, I I agree with the whole Reaper thing. The the Winston Winston actually owning Reapers is a little ridiculous for people that actually know the meta what, what, and actually what, play the game. What about but... Reaper teleporting to the top of the stairs and laughing about it? I didn't have to use a single step. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that was about. No, yeah, well, there's you know. there's the stubble. You know, as just a good point, Minshew. I never I never looked at his stubble before, but it does look <laughs> like, actually like, that's like on the screen morning. right now. Yeah. <laughs> No, but it's impressive, man. I, I I hope they come out with these pretty frequently, not like once every three months or four, you know, or six months or whatever. Um, it, it'd be awesome if it was a weekly series type of thing. I think, oh, that's a that's, is that too much? A long time to produce something. Like I know, I know, happen. I know it does. But that's like yeah. what I would like to see at least. Um, I'm surprised it came out already. I thought it w- they were going to wait until launch to be like, hey, by the way, watch this. Maybe they're planning like uh, some yeah. some animated long for for, for uh, <laughs> a launch maybe at least 15 minutes of uh you know some I footage don't know. they teased this one months ago so they would have had to have teased this new one now yeah look at so look at this look at this he just crawled through the hole in gibraltar why can't we go through the hole and on in the game it's too difficult oh my gosh he just i don't want to can't have any skill based movement <laughs> Well, the real question is, where does Reaper get his new or his like next pair of shotguns from? Because he has no other know, ones on him, but then they just manifest out of nowhere. That, that's always he the teleports question. them in. He teleports. Them. You have every. You have an answer for everything, Minstrel. You really do. Why doesn't he just teleport know, them? Expert. He regenerates them. Why doesn't he just they teleport the bullets in? Why does he have to waste the gun? I think Star, you brought that's this up crazy. before. He just like gets what? rid of the guns every time he runs out of ammo. It's for yeah. style points. You would have to reload. He'd have to. Bullets, but no, if you can regenerate his whole coat and being, he can regenerate a gun. <laughs> God, you guys are not lore masters. All right, so there was actually, so I don't know if they intentionally did this or not, but they they did show like a, a reel of of potentially new characters. Actually, I just, actually just went by just now, but I have a screenshot of a bunch of them. So let's take a look at those two. Um, potential, do you guys know lore well enough to, to know who these potential people might be? <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know the everything that there is to know about. Oh everyone. yeah, right. Okay, here we go. Honestly, I, that I go ahead. No, I was gonna say some of these characters, they look like they're actually modeled and like rendered, and I feel like some of these are just like leftovers from maybe even when the game was tightened. They're just like, ah, we have this guy in armor, and just put him this in there. This robot-looking dude. Things, yeah. yeah. I think it's like if some of them are soldiers. Yeah. This guy right here, yeah, he looks pretty generic. Like that looks like Reinhardt, the little metal dude. That's probably just a generic one. The last guy looks generic too. This little red flathead Reinhardt. <laughs> I don't know what he is. Not the last one, but this one that we're looking at. And then there's like the last three are just generic looking people, two guys and a girl. So maybe these aren't these aren't anything actually. But um, I mean, a couple of them do look like they are characters. One of the biggest one would be number seven on that list. Number seven and the one that looks kind of almost like number seven, number four, that everyone has assumed would be Soundquake because he was in the, the promo. Hmm. And everyone has been talking about that guy for a long time. I don't know why people think he's Soundquake. 
other than the fact that he has chest rockets and the kid in the trailer says chest rockets, but it doesn't even look like he has chest rockets. I think it's all a bunch of bull pucky. <laughs> Can you tell? It shows his head. It looks like bolts. It doesn't. Like I know, but but oh they show a, a bigger version of him in the actual art, and it looks like the same guy. Oh my god! Look at the last two pictures on this thing. They're they're showing reflections from from uh, Winston's glasses, but I think it's the same as number. Yeah, it says it's the same as yeah. number ten though. But it's just funny people notice. People notice the slightest detail. It's pretty awesome. Number the number twelve guy looks cool. He's got like an iron chin, twelve iron jaw. He's kind of yeah. Iron that jaw. character also is in one of the Overwatch posters, so he's a a likely candidate for existing. Also, there hasn't been a lot of like bad guys, and he looks kind of he looks kind of <sighs> bad. Looks kind of tough there. The, like, temple piercings. Wouldn't want so that. I just think what Minstrel said, like, his head. Like, how did he get his hair so well cut like that? See, Minstrel, you've turned me for the worst now. I'm just, like, look at the weirdest thing. Wait, how does that number 12 guy get his hair like that? Yeah. It's called gel, man. What the fuck? He's just, like, he just shaves the rest of him. How did he, perfectly shave, how like, did he get his nose like that? <laughs> uh, number 8 clearly has the best hair. <laughs> number 8, no, God, we're judging people by the hair. Number 11 looks awesome, too. Right, <laughs> has the best hair. Okay, all right, I'll give you that. All right, well, there's a, there was mention or there's a post today by the Overwatch team that said the next one is going to be in Hollywood. So that's got to be I McCree, think, right? I think you're making a giant leap that they said the next one would be in Hollywood. They said Hollywood that, next stop Hollywood. Yeah, but that could mean anything. What like it's gonna be in a movie Hollywood? <laughs> like I mean, when, what does that mean then? I I don't know. What, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on what hold else on. would that mean? <laughs> like, Next stop Hollywood. If they said Hearthstone said I have a cameo in Overwatch, and then Overwatch says Next stop Hollywood. <laughs> right, there's like right. a Hearthstone tablet in Hollywood. Maybe they just made a really bad joke. Okay, I, I guess there is well, some chance of that being a bad joke, but I interpreted it. Room for interpretation, and you just got really excited, and you need to apologize. <laughs> there was some Hearthstone no. in the the first anime short as well. That's like right. when yeah. Winston's watching the news in the beginning, you see like a shaman playing off to the side. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And that was the, the guard. That yeah. was in a cross promo. In a different place. Maybe that was in Hollywood. <laughs> Shut up. Cross promo, man. That's the best thing, definitely. And we saw a little bit of Hearthstone in this one too. If you guys, oh yeah, in in they, they had Hearthstone again. <laughs> Every time you play Overwatch, if you aren't reminded that Hearthstone exists, I don't know, man. <laughs> Something's wrong. Well, that's I don't know. I, I think it's smart that they're doing that. Next next stop, you know, somebody's gonna be playing Diablo or World of Warcraft. One of the one of the security guards. Happen. You never know. That you never happen. know. Warcraft three come on. Yeah, yeah. It teaches a Warcraft four. <laughs> yeah, totally. No, but one one thing I did want to bring up just with this animated short now coming out is um, the potential for the Overwatch franchise. Uh, I, I think it's got potential to be the biggest one for uh, Blizzard, not just from the standpoint of gaming, but from all types of media. Right? There's a there's talk that I think Metzen's working on a comic right now just an overwatch comic and and now we're seeing short animations and why not a movie eventually you know like in years to come something better than the world of warcraft one that's coming up i mean i would watch You're already upset i about would it. watch <laughs> an overwatch movie way like like a million times more than i would watch, watch that big hero world. six yeah i'm back that's good whoa whoa big hero don't six is awesome 
What's wrong? I'm with not that? talking shit. I'm saying just pretend okay. it was Overwatch. Well, yeah, and I would have watched he's that. He's gonna get a cameo in, in Overwatch. There's gonna be a million dollar deal between companies, and it would be great. I yeah. play as Beta Beta Max or whatever his name was, Big Boy. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. It was. So, what do you guys think? I mean, what do you think about Overwatch's potential as a huge moneymaker in other media? As, uh, uh, I, game? They, they announced the comics. Mm-hmm. Comics will probably launch sometime around the game launches. Um, tease those again. Animations, everything. People are excited for them. Yeah. Uh, speaking of. You're like, what's what's the reach on these animations? Like, how many people are going to watch them? Why was it an Xbox exclusive? What, what was? Well, I think that? it's part of like trying to promote the the console version, right? Maybe. I, I mean, it came out yesterday. There's 715,000 views on it. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's also it's not there's not going to be like a big return on investment in a video like that. Yeah. I mean, at least just... monetized why, but in terms of like hype for the game and mm-hmm. everyone loving the video and building up the brand, there's. I mean, it's huge for him. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, why Xbox? <laughs> yeah, that, that's the confusing part. Probably like, because I agree. Microsoft like, why... paid for it. Okay, I'm sure they did, but it's still odd. It's I don't have any like conclusions to draw from it. It's just well, odd. So, I mean, where else would you have? Cho- I mean, what would you chosen as more logical place? I guess besides just the Blizzard channel. Uh, I thought the most logical place, I guess, is where someone would pay you to put it. But yeah, just put on the play. Probably put it on youtube.com slash c slash overdrive. Probably the overdrive would be probably the best place for (laughs) Yeah. No, but I mean, I agree. Like, it's a little bit annoying to me to see Xbox pay for the rights for that because it it scares me for esports. Like, you look at Evolve, Mm -hmm. right? Um, It was a hyped up game. Everyone loved it. Turned out to be a big tank, but it was played mostly competitively on consoles. PlayStation Four, like the World Finals, they did for was like I think fifty thousand or hundred thousand tournaments. Yeah, and it was played on PlayStation Four. Like, yeah, console esports, I mean, it's a real thing, but I hope Overwatch doesn't do that. I hope it's not like, yeah, look at the new, new Xbox tournament for a million dollars and all the PC players that we've had who have mm-hmm. dated back to enemy territory, shoot mania, TF2, you have it. They have to, like, switch or something like that. I don't know. I really hope that's Oh, it better not be on console. I mean, I think the worst case, it's going to be just cross-platform. And, I mean, they, I think they've already been talking about that, which... I, I just can't see console folks beating PC folks on, on a game like Overwatch. That'd be amazing uh, if depends. that happened. Actually, a lot of the recent AAA FPS titles, they have insane aim assist for controller users on PC. So like in Titanfall, you had a whole team just using controllers for the aim assist, which were competitive with like the top really? FPS players. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Someone like played Titanfall? Yeah. <laughs> sure for played Titanfall. Wow. He knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> wow. Man. Why is he not doing that anymore? Uh, he's, it was too good. He had to mm-hmm. move on too to good a with that controller. Game. I controller. mean, you can finally find a game that he can be number one in, right? Because it's definitely not going to be yeah. Overwatch. Hey! Oh, wow. I'm just kidding. I'm just shots thrown. <laughs> shots thrown there. Okay. Or shots fired, though. Not thrown. Yeah, you don't talk about. Shots. Yeah, you don't throw shots. You fire shots. Oh, well, I mean, you can. <laughs> You can't. They just like don't hurt very much. Bombs. They just don't hurt very much. Okay, well, um, yeah, anyways, I'm really excited to see some more of these, and um, hopefully it's going to be the Hollywood one. I, I'm, st- I'm, still, I'm still betting it's that one. Uh, but let's move on to some patch notes, uh, the patch that happened about six days ago, I believe. Uh, and this one, why don't we just go through it here? And starting off with, uh, so the, the melee damage was reduced from 50 to 30, and the cooldown is, is reduced too. 
Uh, overall, what do you guys think about this? I mean, obviously, it affects guys like you know Genji and and people that combo melees with uh, just you know with their attacks. Any thoughts? I think it needed to happen. I think mm-hmm. it. I didn't never thought about it really before, but seeing it like being nerfed, it made a lot of sense. I think it stopped them from making moves powerful because then you could combo them. Like it must be like a pain in the ass to balance Genji when you know that he, no matter what you do, he'll always have fifty burst damage. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, clearly I think it was designed to reduce the Genji combo burst, but also weakened people like Lucio and Roadhog, who they had their whole melee combo system. So mm-hmm. I think it might have been better to just make it specific to certain characters <laughs> rather than across the board. That would That's be. A good point. I guess you could do that. Yeah, it would. It'd be interesting to see them. I don't. I don't think I've ever seen them do anything like that before. I, I think they clearly want to keep things as consistent as they possibly can. Because then, like, if you really wanted Roadhog to have extra damage, they just change his shotgun instead of having everybody do fifty damage. It's not like you can still melee someone and kill someone. It's still useful. It's not like you're never going to use it ever again. Like you yeah. can still know when you're going to get that final damage that's helpful to kill someone, even on someone like Winston who has all the tick, tick, tick. You know when to punch somebody. So it's not like awful. Mm. I think it needed to happen to make it easier for them to balance things. I, I just like how it takes away from the anti-fun factor of the game of like a Genji who can easily combo you down from 100 to zero. You know, it's it's not fun to go up against that. At least this makes Genji's job a little bit harder, but at the same time, well, with a Symmetra and a Zenyatta, Genji's not really that hard to play. Right. I mean, there's. It, it felt like this patch was definitely more focused on Genji and trying to fix certain things revolving around Genji, but yeah, there's obviously other things that they could have changed, which we'll, we'll get to in a second. Uh, all right, Bastion, tank mode uh, reduced from 10 to 8. Uh, what do you guys think of this? I mean, I, I definitely... I felt like the tank modes have been really, really long in a lot of the pub games I've played, and it's just like, crap, man, I gotta hide forever against this tank. It didn't need to happen, but I have no complaint. It really did last for a very long time. Yeah. And you just kind of like, okay, we'll wait it out, and he just keeps coming at you. Just stop. And it's extremely powerful, too. I mean, you never really see like a Bastion get to an ultimate in competitive play unless it's like a really good team against an okay team. You don't like even see a Bastion like on the high ground. When do you see a I mean, Bastion in competitive a, play right well, now? Wasn't that what I mean, Seagull did it on Dorado was, a couple of weeks ago? Because it's like, all right, we're going to the finals this week. Oh, did they actually yeah, try it? Okay. Team. Yeah, they tried like Winston Reinhardt Bastion stacked on the cart. Oh, that was like, yeah, the old school style. Didn't but work though, person, right? No. Of course. <laughs> yeah. The only person I've seen effectively run Bastion in like a scrim is sure for and it was just because eventually you got tank mode in the tank it does 205 a direct so you can just like, <laughs> one shot supports if you hit them yeah it's extremely powerful like literally yeah. capping powerful if you're in the right the damage per second for how many seconds you have was was pretty high mm-hmm, definitely it's definitely not like an overpowered hero but it feels better that way all right genji this is the this is kind of the the big one or i think what they are experimenting with here uh, in terms of the meta health increased from 150 to 200. Uh, I guess they're, you know, just going back on that for now. And then they're trying to reduce the damage instead. So instead of like making him more squishy, they just want him to be able to, I guess, spam less or at least do less damage on his spam. Uh, I think the next patch that happens, Mm -hmm. who knows, maybe tomorrow 
maybe later today, it's going to get changed again. Oh, for sure. I don't yeah. think they made this as a, like, oh, we expect Genji to stay this way. It's just kind of like, how howdy-doody. How's he doing? Well, they, they stated that it's just an alternative change. Yeah. So this, I, I think they're just trying multiple things, and eventually they'll land on one. But I like it, though. Like I like that instead of targeting like his, his survivability, like they're saying, like they want to make it so he can survive a little bit longer, but doesn't do as much damage. Mm-hmm. But like the uh, he's not one shotable by like a rocket or something like that that just randomly catches him off guard. But at the same rate, it's not his damage or really survival. It's his survivability inetly with his double jump and his dash. Like that's the the big problem with him. And if you pair that with the whole symmetries and yeah, that's where his real trouble comes out. But I like they're experimenting. I mean, I, I've talked to a couple of players in EU who are saying it's a cancer comp. They hate this. Like this, this is so bad. But <laughs> too easy. It, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, it's a closed beta, though, and I think that's what people don't understand, at least com- some of the competitive players, that it's a closed beta, and they're drastically changing things every week or two, which is really nice to see, because mm-hmm. they want the game in a good, balanced place when it's released, and that's honestly nice to see versus just letting leaving something really overpowered for months at a time. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. Minstrel, what do you think of this change? Uh, he's less... Like, before he could one-shot, I think, 200... 200- HP people with his combo, so mm-hmm. it's a lot better to play support now because you don't get randomly one shot by the Genji combo. <laughs> yeah, and but his alt is buffed by the health increase, so I'd say he's like weaker in general to a small extent, but he's stronger with the alt because it's more tanky now. Yeah, I think generally for me, it's it's um I, I do like his health increase and. It, the health increase is problematic because of other things that are involved in the game that might need some changes. But generally, with Genji, I, you're just making him have to work even harder, and you know, in turn, you know, helping him survive a little bit longer with just his base health. I think is okay from from the standpoint of of design. But we're going to get to some of these changes with Zen and Symmetra soon here. Uh, Hanzo scatter arrow, yeah, fragments no longer be, will be calculated as headshots against enemy players. I love this change. I, I, that frustrated yeah. me a lot, God, before. I, I don't think there's anything to say about this yeah. other than people have been waiting for it to happen. Yeah, definitely good. Nothing like the so random headshot, <laughs> right? RG you can still, like, yeah, you can still one-shot people. It's just, it's that one arrow that bounces around and you didn't know where it was going to go that doinks someone on the head and does, like, a billion damage that you don't have to worry about anymore. Yeah. Um, okay, I don't so, think yeah, any, any other thoughts on that. That's pretty straightforward. Um, junk rat. Okay, so switching the tire back to 100 health. Uh, this is kind of an example. It used to be 50, not really yeah, switching back. To- oh, I guess that's true. It used to be 50. So it's going down to 100. Um, you fool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you uh, play this game? Yeah, yeah, oh, no. yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, back down to 100. I actually like where it's at. Um, I think it's it's pretty reasonable now. People have gotten very creative on how to how to get the junk alts in you know in, into the groups uh, since yeah. the change from one fifty you know fifty to one fifty. So uh, I think right now it, this is this is fair in my my opinion. What do you guys think? I'm happy think, with it. Yeah, I think they should adjust the uh, radius and fall off on the tire because at the moment mm-hmm. it feels yeah. ridiculously large. Like you can take out a Farrah Mercy combo up in the air, like jumping and blowing up on the ground sometimes. So. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Especially with hit cli- uh, client side to hit detection too. Like, yeah. If they haven't jumped up yet, then they can still hit you. But I think it's it's an interesting change because 
with 150 health, like, yeah, Junkrat does a lot of damage with his ultimate. Uh, we can all agree on. But I also like the factor that you could use as a distraction, just like a tracer. You can get into the back lines with it, and the enemy team, they're going to have to turn and look at it, or they're going to be absolutely destroyed by it. So take its health down a little bit more means, you know, maybe two guys, like the two supports, can hit it and kill it eventually, instead of having to focus on two different sides at the same time and kind of fight a battle that, well, mm -hmm. as Germany found out, you can't win. Yeah. I mean, we still see it a ton. I mean, Junkrat's still... I said that, actually. That was really... <laughs> <laughs> I live in Germany, so it's, like, kind of standard for me to do that. But you know what I mean? Like, fighting multiple angles like that can be really difficult, especially if you're in, like, a choke point. That was last a while. So, yeah, yeah, that's seconds. true. Yeah, it does I'm still happy with it, because sometimes I still even feel like I, I wish I wasn't ulting as Junkrat, because I could have been shooting instead. And the whole standing <laughs> still thing. And... I don't know. You're not going to see Junkrat played that much unless he has something that can blow up several people. So Well, I mean, we've seen him in the it's past. It's still like the like loudest standing. thing in the game, so I, I think it's avoidable. It's it's definitely loud. People have figured out ways to keep, you know, like, they reduce the sounds yeah. of it, right? And, like I running against like walls just and run stuff into like a that. Wall. Yeah, exactly. Just keep it. Well, just... Then fix that and then... <laughs> All right. So that a tire with a metal on it grinding against a like surface isn't silent. I remember watching uh, Pleppy or Tavik play it quite a bit in scrims mm -hmm. against Envious uh, when it wasn't like a you know official match or anything. And I remember like one thing he would do is actually jump away and then use it when he can tell the enemy team was about to engage. Because if he could pick off one or two people like at the start of a big fight, then it's a fight you're pretty much gonna have a sixty-four against, and you mm -hmm. most likely will win. And then he comes back spamming away, but he spams the entire time. When you have like a Reinhardt uh, yeah. with a shield walking in, then again, the current meta doesn't really give you that opportunity much anymore. I mean, current meta, we're talking like a week. <laughs> you know, like about two two weeks ago, yeah. we were using Junkrat against everything. But you, you can't it's... doubt the current meta. That's the problem. Like, yeah. I, I've been casting uh, for like three, three and a half years now. Mm -hmm. And like the biggest thing I'll give to a team is if your ability to adapt to the current meta, to patches, to a new person or team or something like that. Because as you see with Melty, if you guys have been paying attention to the European scene, they're, they're, they're terrible right now. They're they haven't had yeah. as much time to practice, but also mm -hmm. adapting to this current meta is something that they're maybe not as good on. Uh, you know, Taimu, he was going to join Reunited, but he doesn't like to play Genji. He can play Genji, but he doesn't like to. So he decided to not join them and is now like being recruited by Gamers 2. But adapting and we're gonna have this probably quite a bit uh, quite a few times when there's a patch comes out and a team has to adapt to a new style and that's mm -hmm. why i don't understand why a lot of these pros are complaining then again it's beta not a big deal yeah well i, well, I would well, not be surprised if every single character gets shuffled again yeah just to see like what if and like <laughs> none of it's even going to stay that way so a lot of the stuff that's happening right now is even just kind of well it's it's a little tough too and, and it doesn't feel permanent I, it's tough for the the players as well as the designers because in just the overall meta you know of, of you know just the esports right now to even it doesn't even give it time to settle so it's like I'm, i really applaud them for change making changes quickly but at the same time you know it's like it doesn't give the players a chance to even try to problem solve like they just find the first powerful thing and then i feel like a lot of the teams are just jumping on the same powerful thing because it's like a week it's like a week's at a time i mean definitely players can figure out things past a week so right now we're seeing changes so fast that you know I, I think that's kind of how, what we're seeing with the player pool right now and, and you know people complaining and and being in that well, mode of, of of fast changes. The the interesting thing about that is that people are finding very quickly what they're they think is the most powerful thing with each beta change, and that's 
pretty telling. Like, maybe you wouldn't have thought about nerfing, blah, 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 but then, like, it just happened to be that week everyone realized it was strong, and it is yeah. kind of helping, I'd imagine, to separate things. Right. Well, well, and like you said, Chen, like, there's no incentive for teams to counter a meta. Like, the patches happen so often. What's mm-hmm. Is there incentive for you to spend hours at a time figuring out how to counter it for, like, maybe one tournament win, or just try to outplay the other team with the same comp? You know? Yeah, I mean, that's definitely a decision to be made. I mean, we'll, we'll talk again. We'll, we've got some meta talk a little bit later, so let's keep going, getting through these, this patch here. All right, May. So endothermic blaster, primary fire, uh, lower time to freeze by 15%, which is, you know, pretty cool from the standpoint of, of <laughs> yes, you know, being annoying annoying as hell with, with May. That's like her most annoying and uh, pretty powerful thing. Uh, secondary fire, they they uh, changed this because this was, this was crazy. I mean, she was headshotting and sniping people like crazy. So damage- I don't feel like anything changed with may that matter oh. at, at long oh, range yeah sure okay. yeah like you know, i won't get like randomly one tapped. that was that was range, always still jumping around like rapid firing people oh, you, oh I, so you think she's secondary firing just even close range right now uh yeah that's what okay. i do okay cool may she be kicked in the face all right the amount of times <laughs> i've been double frozen <laughs> close range against a may pisses me the hell off there's no counterplay to that except staying far away which i guess with the t- damage fall off the lower fire rate you can yeah. counter but up close to personal there's like no one who can 1v1 her it's ridiculous she can heal herself she can wall herself off after she's done healing she can freeze you and so she, she has can kill more her health teammate can kill you. just like go go fuck off mate you're not a place to <laughs> she's play more... like god she's, she's fun to play but she's frustrating to play against absolutely the best dueling character for sure uh Minister, what do you what do you think of may's change here uh well, I think we're the only team which really used her much in an actual tournament prior to this. And it's a big nerf to her individual killing power, but she's better at setting up the team for kills. Mm-hmm. So maybe against like the double tracer, you can run like mm, two Mei, yeah. two Lucio, two McCree, and you just like speed boost after them with the freeze gun while you're throwing flashbangs at them. Oh, that's God, sick. Don't ever see that. That's sick. Please don't ever that is that. sick. That's one of the strats <laughs> I want to try out. Oh my gosh. I would have be... forfeit a team if they did yeah. that. I'd be like, no, this team's out. Just... Not allowed. Yeah, I think she has the same be... problems that I complain about with Torbjorn, where they, they gave him like a really powerful gun. Even though he feels like, as a character, you should focus on the turret. Because Torbjorn is turret guy. May is, and, like, and a health. support-ish kind of... She's now just, like, DPS Everything. ice gun headshot people <laughs> character. Yeah. There's already a lot of room for, like, DPS characters. And you, I don't, I don't think the character with, like, the wall should get that. Well, I think she's supposed to be the counter to, like... The mobile flankers, your tracers and Genjis. Yeah, she is. So but Stur's actually talking about using secondary fire close well, range. Well, no, I no, mean, no. That, that's, that's, that's what I mean too. Surprises the, me. The I, utility of freezing people is like her zone. She's like a support mm-hmm. kind of utility, not just the secondary fire where you one shot a tracer and you just keep firing them. That's the ridiculous part. Still, well, she's got like seventy percent fall off now, though. So. Yeah, but, still, but if, still, when you're shooting close range, no, you don't think <laughs> it it's matter. crazy. I think to be honest, the, like the the real power of Bay hasn't been really found too much yet. Like the ability to change the battlefield you're, you're playing on mm-hmm. or the war zone is ridiculous. Like shielding, if it's Zenyatta, like for instance, I've, I I just saw Siegel today just realized that a Winston shield stops Zenyatta healing. If yep. Zenyatta's on the other yep. side of the shield, he can't heal you. So uh, Winston shielding or the wall, yeah, as well AOE healing in general. Like, a wall can change a fight completely, especially with the current comp. 
you can block a Zenyatta off while you kill off their tank or something. The problem is you've got Genji climb over the wall. Um, Tracer will be fast enough to get around the wall. So it's it's good in theory. Like I can think it's back to League of Legends, but I'm not sure you guys will get the references. But you're changing mm. the battlefield, and that does give you a slight advantage. Like if you have a wall come up in front of you and you're trying to charge in, like against the Lucio team trying to speed you in or something, it, it's a complete shut off, and it makes you like go back and say like, well, crap, now we have to wait for cooldowns again or something. No, absolutely. And I, I think that that's one of the things that I know players have been talking about too, just using the wall against the, you know, just more wall comps against the current meta. It's just so hard to execute versus just playing the same one against them, right? Yeah. And we I think they talked about drop it. the wall when you, if you like place it incorrectly, you can't drop it. So you could like, yeah. just yeah. kill your whole team. Mm -hmm. Right. I think the health of it maybe needs to be lowered a little bit. I don't know how much it absorbs, but I think it's more than a Winston shield. If I it's remember like correctly, irrelevant. I think it is about a thousand. It it's a lot. Yeah, it's no one like... ever shoots it down. People just sit there and wait. I don't know why people it don't shoot it. Four well, and a half that's kind of what I mean. So no one ever bothers to shoot it. I feel like it should maybe focus on how good her wall and support is. Like, should you lower the health of it, or should mm -hmm. you lower her damage? So it's like one or the other. I, she never seemed like like a damage output character to me. Yeah. That's where she's been. Well, that's the, that's the towards. problem is you class her. Like she's classed as defensive character, but so is, mm -hmm. or it's defensive hero, but so is Junkrat, and Junkrat does ridiculous damage. His utility isn't that present unless you think back to putting a trap down the enemy team you'll hope will walk over and then you can kill that person like a tank but yeah that's a little like, different she's way though. more utility based but she's still in the defensive tree yeah but junk's a little bit i mean junk is it's You're a lot about spamming though right so it, it's i may is that secondary fire is skill shot so it i i think that damage needs to go down even further like make like you like one like sir you said that her, her weakness should be from afar and that's sh I, that I should did continue. like the lower fire rate as well. It kind of got yeah, to the point too. where you just kind of you mash the button and you're like, I'll get him. Don't worry, I'll get him. Because <laughs> didn't they also speed up the projectile as well and make it easier to hit? And then got, Ooh, it's just they? like so much happened. To, I feel like someone said that, but I I don't know how to read. I think, I think that they, was like, <laughs> reading's hard. I, know. I think the lead. Uh, Balance dev said it was the fastest projectile in the game. Yeah, I remember that. Maybe aside from Hanzo Arrow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember them yeah. saying that like a few weeks, a couple weeks ago. Um, Definitely when May got buffed, I, I started thinking, why am I like pulling arrows back as Hanzo and walking this slow when I could be jumping up and down doing like, the same <laughs> yeah, damage? Totally. Okay, so. Don't so have to worry. And have a self heal and yeah. have a ability to escape with a wall. Just, yeah, you can just never die. As and also you have troll your team. By walling off your uh, your leaving location too. If so. you had a sonar wall, like a sonar arrow, it's just Hanzo's done for. <laughs> That's all he's got. Sonar. Where's the sonar? What would you wall? call that? No, 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 no. A what? scatter right click. When it hits something, it scatters. Oh, there you go. Ice like shards icicle. everywhere. Yeah, yeah exactly. That'd be amazing. Okay, so Metro teleporter ultimate charge costs increased by thirty percent. Uh, generally, I think that's hands down. I, I don't know if this is the right change, but definitely the teleporter was happening just constantly you could get it in like two shots yeah you, it's kind of crazy if you hit two you were pretty much there mm -hmm. and she has the fastest passive gain um Fast, i don't know if it was fastest passive gain what, what now yeah, yeah like um, passively she gains percent oh yeah 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 i got you mm -hmm. yeah they, they brought down her um the amount of ultimate charge she needed before as well so it was taking her the, like a really short amount of time to build up ultimate yeah so this kind of this kind of brought her back to a normal ultimate spot what I don't like about Symmetra, and I think Minstrel might have something different to say about it, is that, like, she's useless bar one thing. Her teleporter, well, two things. One, well. your teleporter, if you can get it up and keep it up in the first point. And the second is the health you give. 
Yeah, like, shield's that's huge. What makes this whole, that's, mm -hmm. what, that's what makes the whole comp possible right now. The 50 extra health you give to Genji and Tracer, well, plus the Zenyatas, but I'm sure we'll get to that. I feel like one good change I'd love to see in Symmetra is what you see with Torbjorn, where the armor pack you give, when they take damage past yep. that, it, it, it disappears. So why not make it so, yes, you can keep giving out, you know, shields, but you have to be so aware of your team, you act more of a support and more of a utility than just sitting there spamming right-click the entire time, which occasionally hits, you know? Right. So, like, make it so she actually has to do more, and if you hit that Genji in your back line, well, he's down 50 HP until he gets back to his support again. Right. Minstrel, <laughs> what do you think? Uh, I mean, she's gotten like eight buffs since <laughs> the start of beta. Because nobody played like her. The first nerf. That's yeah, true. well, I. Melty was well, like, they still cited her. At BlizzCon, they said she was had the highest win rate. And I, that's right. I totally forgot about wow. that. That yeah, was shocking. Like, when it's the win rate in like garbage tier pub. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't have much to do with competitive. Hey, don't hate it's still that, surprising, right? though. Low. Even garbage tier pubs is surprising. Garbage tier pubs is like ninety percent of all games. Yeah. True. Someone That's, has to look uh, out for him. Probably yeah. shouldn't balance for that at the top competitive level, though. Oh man, this is going to bring up a huge debate. You got to balance for both, right? That's that's the oh, challenge. You, you can't, yeah, you can't balance for the competitive level. That's not fair. Like the percent of people yeah. who are playing at that level versus overall is like, why would you balance like for one percent? I mean, five, ten percent bait max. Yeah, one percent would be more likely. Versus yeah. another ninety percent that who play the game, you just you can't. It's just good to see people break the characters though by playing at such a high level. Right, right. But uh, Symmetra is actually more effective in one-on-one -on -one combat than Lucio now with the changes, because you don't have to aim. And <laughs> yeah, it's her the beam does hundred twenty DPS. It's so good, man. No her beam. Oh, it's ridiculous. I remember people were complaining about Winston, but man, Symmetra's beam is way worse. I just like speed booster after like Genji's and stuff half mm -hmm. the time. No, You're really? the person I hate in pubs. Oh my gosh, You're that's that awesome. <laughs> yeah, Minstrel's. Those you don't know, Minstrel's one but of like, the best, best Minstrel, Lucio what's players your for sure. On like the shield thing, because Torbjorn, his armor disappears off the first one that takes 75 damage from it, and then the shield, you regen it back, but what about make it so you can't? So the assassins who go in the back line have to come back and get a shield again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that would be a good change. And there's also the idea of just removing all shields when Symmetra dies. Yeah, I think that's the good. Yeah, yeah. I like that one. Or the making most, it like actually. an aura. Yeah, make make it so that there there is a reason to kill her like early on versus just ignoring her and trying to kill everybody and then killing her you know either last or second to last and that type, that type of thing. Um, well, that's what you do to counter the current meta, right? You kill the Zenyatas and then you're good, right? They don't exactly. Have the discords or the healing orbs. So killing Symmetra would be consistent with that, and that would that would make that would make sense for sure. I'd be happy. <laughs> You'd be happy. For, for, yeah, for low level, <laughs> it's kind of weird. Where it's just like, I hate running into a like the random pub comp of just there's a Torbjorn and Symmetra on defense, and yeah. it feels like every one of you one you're down by about a hundred health. Mm -hmm. Seventy five plus fifty. I think that's a, like three hundred. <laughs> Right? Oh my it's god, really math. Hard. math is hard, man. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. consider consider for a second that's seventy five of its armor, which is you know that's about three thousand health. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'm learning how to do math. Okay. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a pain in the butt. It would be nice yeah. if you could kill the Symmetra and like feel like you did something, because no yeah. matter where Symmetra is on the map, no matter what she's doing, she's helping five people. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I, I just that, I, that's pretty hard to do it. I just so. don't want her, them to change the metric too much, though, because 
like her as a utility it's actually kind of nice seeing her in games and and her being such a utility character not just straight up you know healer and and that sort of thing um it, it, it well actually yeah nobody plays symmetra right now because she's boring Imagine Imagine everybody had to mean? Try. everybody's playing well at least the top meta but I actually, no, I mean, like, it's just like you, you just bought Overwatch. Yeah, your first character is Symmetra, is what I'm saying. Of course, it's not. It's not. No one actually plays Symmetra. Yeah, that's not going to happen. But I see a lot like, of Symmetra if, if, in, in lower level games. If Symmetra too. dying took away all her shields, you'd have to play thirty times more boring, because you would never want to go die. And half the fun on Symmetra is trying to go die on somebody. Really, I don't see it that way. Well, you'd be running up with the, the, the laser beam. I know, but yeah, I'm not You're trying. I mean, I'm, I'm just sitting turrets everywhere, you know, and trying to get my, my teammates teleporters and, and just that's, stand That's unrewarding play, though. Just put a turret yeah. down. It's really unrewarding. I mean, and setting up a trap, that's, that it. can be fun. I mean, yeah, it just depends on the trap type of person. A trap that a Winston walks into, holds W, left clicks, <laughs> like, hey, what, what next? Or what, a fair just spams nuts. rockets in there and kills it. But you but you can't uh, take that, that factor away from her because that's a defining trait of her, of her, of her right? So... Yeah. What do you do to make them more viable? Uh, yeah, I mean it's it's definitely a challenge, but um, I'd say I'm just saying it's nice to see her. Choose you have two turrets, a damage turret and like a recon turret. It's like a sonic arrow. Put it down, and you can see through walls with it, so you can see when they're coming. Okay. But anyways, that's just that's, a stupid idea. That's interesting. All right, next up, Winston cooldown reduced from eight seconds to six seconds for his jump. Uh, you know, ever since the the big nerf to him in the shield, I, I feel like Winston's been just brutalized. I mean, he hasn't been, he's still been played some, but not nearly as much. And he just felt so uh, weak or, or it's been tough to initial uh, initiate with yeah, him. His, so his shield shouldn't have got 600 health and a longer cooldown in the same patch. Yeah, that was pretty brutal. Like the double tap just destroyed him. And then there's I'm, also and, and the, the jump ship. pack. Like, who cares? The shield was the thing that made Winston a tank. Mm, the jump pack's like, cool though. Run at people. I, I think the jump pack is, it allows him at least to get away now and not just like literally engage and die. Like you know, he's he's been doing in yeah. probably lower level games. Um, I don't know, Minstrel. What do you what are your thoughts? I mean, uh, right after he got the two nerfs to his shield, we had the shift to the whole Zenyatta spam meta, and so Discord just destroys tanks. So Zenyatta, you can 1v1 Winston a lot of the time. <laughs> and so can Symmetra. And then obviously you'll never catch Tracer. So it's like every single character being run destroys Winston one-on-one, aside from Lucio. Yeah, with or without this jump, you cool down actually right now. So it's 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 not going to fix what's going on with the meta with, you know, and when put Winston back into it. But um, I think generally, though, it's good. He He needs to be able to get away a little bit better now if they're not going to help him with his shield okay next up Zarya particle cannon increase the minimum damage to 25% why uh, yeah I, I didn't even know there was an issue with Zarya I, I didn't think there was I thought she was pretty decent I mean she's not being played that much in the current meta but if you're nah. playing badly and you can't get people to shoot your shields and you're just like you just can't do it they made her better for you I guess <laughs> well, but she then was why are you playing useless and competitive previously because her zero charge if you have like 100% accuracy is 70 damage a second which is pretty much the lowest in the game so it's like unless you can just run into spam and build charge Mm -hmm. you're completely useless 
and then if you die, you're useless again until you can build some more charge. She was just terrible. Her minimum damage was way too low. We're talking Zarya, Jason. Uh, oh, I, I got that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just making sure. Uh, yeah, so you, you think... such a punk. You, you think this oh, is going to help? Oh, Zarya's a punk. Oh, I thought you said Star is a punk. I thought you said Star was a punk, too. I mean, I mean, that too, that too. <laughs> Obviously, 25% isn't even that much anyway. So no, it's not like, it's not. whoa, like 75, uh, 25% of almost nothing is who cared. But I don't think she needed it. Yeah. I don't think it's bad that she has it. But like, I don't think, I hate Zarya. She's so annoying to play against. I have prejudice. I agree, I agree with that. Like, she's like good for her. Okay. Before she was good for more than just her ult because it allowed like a tracer, a Genji, or a Fair to get off, or a Fair at least to get off a full ultimate with her shield. But now the cooldown on that, or the time it stays on the person, is like two seconds, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah, really it's hard. really short. No, it's really hard to absorb damage from that and or protect someone to a certain extent. But I, I guess she's like she's the da- well things you can't even say she's a damage dealer tank because that's Roadhog. But she's also like a longevity tank because her shield will always regen. She doesn't rely on a support as much as like a Reinhardt does. I think you're looking at it from the perspective of, again, like high, high, high end comps and no one's running sure. like Roadhog. Mm-hmm. She's really good for saving people from a Roadhog and stuff like that. And a lot of stuff that you're just not seeing yet. Mm-hmm. So it's, she's still good. She's definitely like amazing in pubs because of all the, like, oh, Junkrat tire is a problem. You just shield somebody. You can yeah. plan these things out. I love Zarya because it's, it's, it's super rewarding to play her for a good ultimate, but it's also super rewarding to shield someone mm-hmm. right as something's about to hit them, like a charge for a red heart yeah. or something. It's really rewarding, but at a high-level play, she's just not really able to be used, at least at the, at the moment. I think, I think she's, if someone uh, really tried it, I think they could do well with her. In I think How? she's usable-ish now. When they changed the shield from like four seconds to two seconds, I think she was pretty much garbage at that moment. But the problem is, like, the four second shield, you got like a speed boosted alting Genji who you can't shoot for four seconds, or like yeah. an alting Pharah, mm, and there's true. like no real counter. Yeah, that's pretty broken. <laughs> Ulted Genji, just I guess generally Genji alting is is not dying too often, anyways. But the thing is, Mitchell. Um, what do you think about Zarya? Because I feel like she gets not exponentially, but she gets stronger when you have a second Zarya on the team. Just the fact that you can yeah, shield each other mm-hmm. and then shield shields yourself. are yeah. really mm-hmm. annoying. You kind of like you can't not shoot them at that point. You have to yeah. just be like, well, I guess they're gonna have their charge. Yeah, maybe yeah. it's the new cheese meta. It's like triple well, I've heard Zarya. triple Zarya. <laughs> yeah, I've heard about a comp where cool. you run double Zarya and a soldier on on the payload, and then a Genji and Tracer can't kill them. Because the shields and the healing that you get, and the damage that soldier gives. Yeah. Mm, okay. Might I be see. good. Might be good. Yeah. See, there's just see, it, see that's yeah. the thing. See, it just takes more. Yeah. Sometimes it just takes more experimentation and, and that sort of thing to try to Three figure out. Yeah. You know the big deal about Zarya is that she removes Discord Orb. That really is the big utility now. Yeah. The, yeah. Silence. <laughs> silence. No yeah. At all. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> exactly. Right. All right, so Zenyatta, this is the one that we're talking about. Yeah. Now, now uh, you know, basically, the Discord orb uh, is removed by a lot of the freezing effects, right? And, and including Zenyatta's transcendence. So, um, I don't know. This is like their attempt at trying to you know, nerf the Discord orb. Uh, but 
for me, it's just like, okay, you nerfed the Discord order by playing Zenyatta against Zenyatta. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, that's not going to change, like, a lot of these, these, uh, um, compositions. And plus, like, if you have to use my Harmony Orb just to, or my Transcendence to, to, like, possibly, um, you know, get rid of the Discord Orb, then that's just, I mean, nobody's going to actually do that, you know? Like, nobody's going to actually waste their ult on doing something like that. So, this change... It doesn't I, even cleanse people in Transcendence. It's just Zenyatta himself, yeah. not his teammates. Of all things to choose for a Discord Orb nerf, this is, like, not even close to anything I would have chosen given going into this patch. So, so this was odd. Like, what are your thoughts on this? Just maybe, like... I mean, why how not? In. Like, Reaper can get rid of the Discord and Tracer can, and they were such weird one-off things that, like, I mean, why not give this to these people? I think they're being really gentle with uh, rebalancing um, Zen. Zen. You'll probably see some changes with him on the next patch, but I don't think they're going to be, like, extreme changes. Because his just the core of what Zenyatta is, a damage-dealing support tank killer, is just really good. I think the problem... If that isn't a solution to the inherent problem with Discord, is being able to remove it. I think the problem is, is that you can have it on someone permanently if they run mm-hmm. away. Yep. And if they have to run back to Azaria or something like that. Also that it... Oh well, yeah, no, sorry. That it, that it lasts the entire time. Like I've been talking to a couple of players, and there's like two changes that some people would like to see. Either one, it disappears after a certain amount of time. Yeah, we talked about two, it last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, or or two is the damage debuff or the damage buff, whatever you want to call it, that they get. It changes over time. So like the first two seconds, it does fifty percent. The next two, it's down to forty. Next two, down to thirty. Next uh, next two, down to twenty, and so on. It's like stays twenty percent. So they're not as um, easy to kill but at the same time the vision it gives you and your team like yeah your team can't see it but a good team will say hey you know genji's behind us still is a little unfair to someone trying to be an assassin in the back line it's a wall hack i mean it's like and it's not necessary it's like kind of ridiculous he he already has so much utility he doesn't need that right and it makes it so much easier for him to like one shot headshot people around a corner because he doesn't even have footsteps so you don't know when zenyatta's gonna like turn the corner and pop you once i I think both of those are good like we we definitely talked about just the reapplying of it being a good solution last week. Um, the the deterioration, I guess, of the buff is is a good idea, but I don't like that one so much because there's no way to indicate like at what point is the buff at. You know the deep, you know this actual um, damage, uh, like what, what the damage is at, right? So it, the it's problem I had with that, with that is that it forces as in Yada to play super aggressive. It's like I mean it, it's kind of nice because you could be like as is in Yada the caller. All right, uh, Roadhog's Roadhog's orb to kill him. You know, uh, Reinhardt's orbs, whatever. Yeah. But the problem is you have to be so close to hit the right target and to make the call when when otherwise you can just orb the Genji and just watch where he goes. It stays in the back behind and tells your team, all right, he's not near us. We're fine for now. I don't. Know, it changes the whole style of, of playing him, which he doesn't have the health to be that aggressive support necessarily. Like uh, Lucio can because he's really fast and he can heal himself really easily. It's just tough because Discord. You know, this type of you know debuffing is. It's really powerful, you know. What I mean, like they have it's to the be only s- one in the game. I know, and it's like you can make an argument of just taking it out, period. Uh, which I could understand that too. But if they're going to keep it in it in here, yeah, like Zinyad is going to have to be squishy. You know, he's going to have to die easily, and, and that's that's going to be is. the risk. I mean, it's just, that's what I, to go back. It's Symmetra who's like ruining it. Yeah, and that's it's the combination of these things, right? Um, mm-hmm. And 
you know, having to balance this or design it, it's a tough, it's definitely tough for the, for them right now to try to figure out what the right thing to do is. But, um, I, I think they should at least go with one iteration of trying to have, have it, you know, just, re, just kind of reapplying it and see how it goes. Because I, I know what you're saying, Jason, he has to be more, they have to be more aggressive, but at the same time, you know, it's just like, um, you know, it, it just forces Zenyatta to be even better, right? Like Zenyatta play just has to be even more skillful, which is, it'd be well, nice to see. It's not skillful to put your orb of harmony on someone and then just sit and spawn. Like that that's also the problem with him is in the no, right, is right. Put so, an orb on someone and not worry about it. That's right. But so if they had to like I, reapply it, they, they have to fix that as well. Well, I mean, I think they could keep it that way if they have to keep reapplying it. So they have to position better. Like Zenyatta has to be accessible to to even for the harmony orb too. So both of them need to be reapplied. I, I don't think that will ever get changed that you have to reapply harmony. Well, the change I, I talked to someone about, uh, one of the players, he was saying he likes the idea of making it so either A, once you're fully healed from it, then it disappears, or B, okay. it heals you. I think it, I think he was saying something like, in the beginning, it heals you for like 50 health per second, and it slowly dwindles, like the Discord damage dwindles, like it slowly goes down to a lower like 15 health per second. So it's not as effective if you leave it on someone for a long time. Mm -hmm. But then again, you can't have those assassins playing like that. With only 15 health per second or, or whatever. I don't know. Mixture might have something to say about that. I think, like, Zenyatta could use a complete redesign. <laughs> wow. Just say, for, you know, just screw everything. all the abilities. Let's just do something totally yeah. different. Well, I mean, Discord is obviously <laughs> takes no skill to use, gives you a wall hack, and it's massively reduces survivability. Uh, Harmony Orb, I think. It's kind of lame. It's just on them forever. It's like it flankers, their weakness is that they have to disengage and heal back up. But with Harmony Orb on Tracer and Symmetra Shields, they're just like in your face 24-7. They don't have to run away. So it's like not fun to play on the supports. It's basically Battlefruit supports can survive the Tracers longer. Mm, yeah, that sums up the <laughs> metagame right now. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm expecting uh, at least some change, Zenyatta, this this uh, coming week. <laughs> Usually, it's like right after the show, so I wouldn't be surprised if it, it's like tomorrow or something like that. But I don't know. A lot of people are, are in Irvine right now, so maybe they'll hold off until you know, just all that stuff's over with. But okay, well that's the. But okay, well that's the patches. Uh, why don't we talk a little bit about uh, Stir's favorite subject, the competitive scene. No, um, wait, no! What, what? The wish mm -hmm. list, the bugs, or features you like. Oh, the wish, oh yeah, wish list. Yeah, we gotta do wish list. Because there's Good two point. things that piss me off. Okay. There's the fact that a Winston can hit Azaria through her shield when no one else can. And then the okay, second sure. one, oh god, what was the second one? I told myself I wouldn't forget the second one. Dumbass. Oh! Thank you. I reminded that. Dumbass! <laughs> Dumbass um, was a Azaria's shield on a shielding Reinhardt gives her damage as well. If you hit, if you hit Reinhardt's shield? shield? Oh, so wow. If that's Reinhardt totally has a Zarya shield on him, mm -hmm. it gives Zarya damage when people attack his shield. Not even the Zarya shield, his shield. Really? Was, was it because Zarya's shield like bubbles out like outside of his shield? <laughs> you know what I mean? Is that the no, reason no, no, for no, no, it? No? Okay. Not, you know what I'm saying, right? Like maybe the, the, the diameter of his... No, no, because his shield absorbs the damage, not her shield. Like, he actually loses damage on Oh, okay, the okay. So it actually does hit his shield. Okay, got it. Yeah. Got it. And as yeah. a Winston, when you're attacking Azaria, you don't hear any damage ticks, but you are doing damage. Yeah, sure. And feeding her charge. 
Yeah. Has nothing to do with the current meta. It's just things I've noticed that annoy me. No, no, that's a, this wish list is a little, you know, this is where we kind of talk about bugs, too. Um, one thing I did miss, I'm not sure if they've cha- uh, they fixed it or not, because I haven't got a chance to, to, to uh, try it yet, but I think about a week, a week and a half ago, there was an issue with Roadhog's Ultimate. When, you, when I had an inverted mouse, it wouldn't invert. Wait, wait, what? Yeah, with, with, with you're using inverted mouse, right? Like, if you just, that setting, inverted mouse. Yeah, I know that you were play, yeah. you play with an inverted mouse. I was well, my son does, so he was telling me about it. So yeah, I don't play with it. Yeah, yeah, I can make fun of you, but not your son. Yeah, yeah I don't I don't actually do an inverted mouse. But he was saying the Roadhog, uh, the inverted mouse wasn't working with the Roadhog Alt. Like that's the only thing in the game it wasn't working with. So that was that was something I forgot to point out last week. But they might have changed it by now because I think he posted somewhere. Um, I don't know anything else. Minstrel, anything you wish was in the game that's like little buggy bugs or. Feedback uh, to the to the designers. All my wish lists are like balanced. Really, <laughs> okay, so. okay. No, there's. I, I know there's one wish that you have that Genji was removed from the game, right? Uh, that's no. a bug, right? That is in the game. Well, that that's a few iterations back. We can remove some. <laughs> a few <laughs> iterations back. <laughs> the introduction of Genji. Okay, let's gone. Uh, Stir, come on! I know you got something. Uh, You're finding all kinds I, of things all the time. I I, I don't. I know there was something, but it's just like I forgot. I don't know. The only the most recent bug I can remember is I think I I McCree high noon ulted a diva getting in her mech. Oh, and I pulled the trigger nice. and nothing happened, and I, oh. I cried a little. <laughs> I have the worst McCree ults in the whole game. That oh he does out on diva. Watch his stream, guys. He's like you're so great at McCree outside of his ult. <laughs> Your ults are I, the I killed worst. a guy one time. It was great. His, his What's are the worst, man. I haven't been running into anything lately that has like severely annoyed me. Besides, Torbjorn needs to be changed. It's been a while. I, he's he's not fun to play against in pubs. Still, the seventy-five health on everybody is. I can't one v one people while I'm also trying to destroy a turret. Well, could you one v one them anyways? You know, they no. didn't have yeah, I, no. I mean, that just sounds like a problem with you, babe. No, yeah. I agree though. It's, it's <laughs> no. frustrating. And also, there's I, it's not a bug, but the fact that the junk stays there even though you can't see it. So, like, if you're playing, you kill people, you switch to, to uh, Torbjorn, I forgot his name because I hate him. Um, and you can see junk on the ground that you can pick up. So, you mm-hmm. go take the first battle, then you switch to, switch to God, I forgot his name already, uh, Torbjorn. And then <laughs> you, you pick up the trash, the junk, and then you give armor to your whole team. And it's like, alright, well, my job's done. Yeah, it just stays there forever. You can walk onto the point and go, oh, I have, like, 300 scrap here it's the enemy team it's can't see where armor is on the ground so if like someone picks up armor while they're fighting you you're just like i thought i killed him what happened right you have no idea he is in such an awkward shitty spot right now that's still not just based off still not being played at high level though like the ng wasn't played in tf2 really except like in very situational things yeah i mean that's fine that's fine if he's bad I'm fine with the turret guy <laughs> being bad. Not every character has to be like good and tournament viable. It's never going to happen. That's the yeah, problem. True, though, is that Blizzard true. has stated that they want every hero viable in every situation, or at least a, in any situation. No, not every or any. They shouldn't do in that. In a situation on every map, like they want every hero to be viable. But the problem is you can't have that. It's just I not don't know. A I don't, yeah, I don't know if that's a smart way to just design. I mean, it should be more of like, okay, here's a toolkit. And these are a I bunch mean, of like tools, saying, and let's just like combine them and see how, like what what things fit for for the maps. It shouldn't be like okay, this guy's for sure got to be good. 
you could have characters counting, like Zarya does counter Roadhog really well. Like you say, Zarya isn't very good in high level competitive, but if for some reason Roadhog, there's like two of them on a team, you'd probably pick Zarya's and be like, okay, well, now she's useful. That's kind of okay, but Torbjorn for me is like, hate this guy back, back in the day back in the alpha i think symmetra's shield was 75 as well or 100 it might actually have been 100 which that's crazy and they, they talked about i can't that remember with some crazy. interview somewhere they talked about how that was way too powerful and symmetra was like way too powerful because she just gave way too much armor and they gave torbjorn 75 armor packs again like they already knew this was a bad idea mm-hmm. and it's the only thing he spends scrap on now he doesn't have to worry about his turret or anything all right, just, everybody all right. gets health. Yeah. Do me a favor. Turn down your lights a little bit. Lay in your bed and just tell me how you really feel about Torbjorn. <laughs> Let's just talk this through. All right. For the last time, he's Swedish. <laughs> so, oh I can't. I live in oh, Europe. Oh man, I can't we just like alienated that. all the no, Swedish people. No, no, no. That's on this. that's one of his his dialogue lines. It doesn't make any sense either. That's another Aardvark. issue I have with the guy. Aardvark <laughs> okay. does pay off. But for the last time, he's Swedish. Still, Who doesn't I, I, think he's Swedish? I, I still think he's got the Swedish skins, though, like in the game. He's right. got the Swedish chef in his brain. <laughs> I like the biker I skin. I like the biker one, man. It's awesome. Okay, let's. No, there's no such thing as Swedish bikers. <laughs> so I feel more time. American than seeing the biker Torbjorn skin. Oh, no, 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 no. The Soldier 76. Come on, Soldier 76. The freaking John Travolta. I want to stab my eyes out when I see that, even though it's a (laughs) shout-out to Evil Knievel. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. All right, let's talk about competitive events. Um, So, first, uh, the the, actually, the ESL event. Yeah, that guy who didn't want to be here today. Yeah, the guy who didn't want to be here. Oh, yeah, Ben. This is usually Ben's segment to to run here. Well, no, he's Um, hosting the tournament, and he didn't even want to show up and talk about it. Host the oh, tournament. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We're we're gonna be talking about that tournament. But he's yeah. at he's at Blizzard. We're all we're all over the place right now. I'll yeah, 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 take, yeah. Take All right. So I guess let's kick things off with ESL. Jason Jason obviously runs uh you know his own on on uh, events. What's what's the update on e- I guess ESL events for uh, upcoming future? We're not gonna talk about results uh, first. I just kind of figured. Let me let me call my PR person. <laughs> I know what I can and can't say. Oh um, okay. All right. All right. Okay. So we've been doing free tournaments ever since the well. For the entirety, minus one tournament, yeah. which Mitchell mm-hmm. hates us for now, for 16 hours, which was really just eight. Um, just saying. Uh, I know you were enjoying the casting, too. Oh, I love casting at 4 a.m. I love casting for eight hours straight, and then having to stay up another four hours after that doing VODs. Um, so we've been doing free tournaments, um, for the most part, just testing out like mm-hmm. rule sets. With uh, Initially, it was hero limits, so one hero max per team. Mm, um, yeah. There was good feedback, there was bad feedback. <laughs> Uh, I'd say honestly, mostly from the teams, it was good feedback. Um, really? And we okay. tested. Yeah, yeah, a lot of teams in Europe. I mean, even when they played in the Ghost of Gamers tournament around that time, they weren't running uh, any more than one hero at a time. Sure. Uh, yeah. Until they came into the Cancer Comp, that was the two lose to two Reaper two Winston. Um, but in the future, I'd say it's. I can't really reveal too much. But, but some point. It's some very, point. very bright. Yeah, I know ESL is really looking forward to getting into Overwatch, and I'm actually. I'm the product manager for it and also the caster for it, so I also get to help like choose what events we do and such. So yeah. bright future definitely. A lot of I, I would I would assume within like a year's time of the game coming out that people or pros can live off the money that they'd be like making and playing for and also salary. After a year's time. Okay, that's good. I mean you don't wanna yeah. I don't wanna say it too soon because then people will be like, Oh Jason, you remember back on the overview you talked about this, but <laughs> I mean, the game still needs to come out first, right? Yeah, That's yeah. A couple months away, practically. Yeah, I mean, two months and two days away. 
The biggest thing is that I, I think they need a full year, right? And the game's going to be released in like midway through this year. So, uh, you know, 2016, we'll, we'll just see. You know, hopefully there's some some events, you know, possibly big event. At least I would say at BlizzCon, you know, maybe one big event. But I think when 2017 comes around, I'm expecting some huge, huge things, like the structure-wise and everything for Overwatch. That'll be interesting to see. Uh, but yeah, let's get into, I guess, just the, the actual news from this week, which was, uh, it's as always, like, go see gamers having their, their EU and NA Cups. Uh, so EU, um, no, no big surprises here. I don't know, for you guys, did you you guys see anything, like, worth mentioning? I mean, it's like, anything pop up there? No. Nope. <laughs> <Stirred>, nothing. <laughs> just I didn't that. see anything. <laughs> I mean, a- I guess I could talk about like reunited. They still lack a caller. Like they really need the person to be up there and say, "This is what we do, and this is what mm-hmm. we need to do." Uh, IDQD is still just destroying everyone. Yep, not exactly. even based off of strats. Not even just it's just just better, better yeah. in mm-hmm. every category. Aim, uh, game awareness. Just they'll continue to do that for, for I think for quite a long time. Yeah. Um, no real new teams. I mean, you can't really talk about. Any new teams so being brought up because the beta waves haven't really let in that many people. So well, kind of like standard uh, teams, Taimu playing for G2, uh, Flat Earth yeah. picked up, who was it, sort of, sort of outsider they're running with, Cry, our crew, yeah, crew. So crew mm-hmm. left Melty, actually, because um, they didn't really get along well. So he joined Flat Earth to take outsider spot, who was like the big star, in my opinion, at least on Reinhardt in the first beta phase. Mm-hmm. So now he's playing for them, <laughs> and Melty are still trying to find their six. But yeah, Melty are still struggling with having time to scrim. Right. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. You could talk forever on this kind of stuff. Yeah, he's, it's, he's just an interesting pl- in an interesting place right now because IDDQD, obviously, is, is been the best, has been the best team for weeks now and uh, might have changed this, this week when we go into the NA talk here, but uh, the NA Ghost of Gamer talk, at least. Uh, but... EU for, you know, like at least during the pre-break period, you know, was looking really, really good, you know, with with Melty and, and just, uh, you know, just the other, I guess, second tier teams. There were a lot more second tier teams than there were in NA. And now I think we're seeing just like a lull, like in EU. If it, EU, if it wasn't for IDQD, I mean, I think NA would be just, it'd be, it'd be obviously a better uh, region right now. So I don't know. Any thoughts whoa, on that? Whoa, whoa. It is. Whoa. What? Whoa, I mean, whoa, whoa. What? What? I mean, I know Minstrel had his time. Actually, were you, were you even on Hubris? I don't remember off the top of my head. Yeah, of course he was on Hubris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. I'm an idiot. Um, I think it's it's the meta that's making IDAQD so good. You have Mendo and Civic who can all both play basically anything but play Assassins to a right. really high level. And before that, the meta didn't really need to Assassins, so teams are having a hard time adjusting to having those characters, those heroes in their repertoire. Mm-hmm. And they're like inventory to use. Reptar. Reptar. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just picking up keywords Rugrats? right now. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I mean, IDQD also is like practicing a ton too, and I know I know a lot of the teams are, including you know NBS here too. They won't play EU team. They what? won't play EU team. Uh, they won't they play EU team. Is that what they said? So that kind of like yep. talks that that kind of sums up what I'm talking about right here. You know, it just seems like EU. I don't know if it's because of beta key, you know, just beta access or not, but um, you know, it's not quite as deep as it was looking before, which is kind of interesting to note. Um, but Would going into this menstrual, yeah, sorry, I, I, I'm just really sure, curious. Yeah. Would you agree with um, that when the game is out in three months' time, the not alone just the rosters, but the top teams will be different? Do you agree with that, uh, or maybe a little bit more time? I'm not sure about that. I don't think, like, 
three months from now, if you have like a brand new team, if okay, you grab six. all your like, oh, I mean, there could be, uh, well, I think there's going to be more teams at the top level. I don't know if the top top will be different. Yeah. Probably be roster changes that always happens, you know, but I don't think it'll be like some team with people we've never heard of is going to come in and be like the number one Overwatch team at BlizzCon. Right. I'm pretty sure it's going to be one of the teams already in beta at the moment. So, okay. so Stuart, you know, well, actually, one of the things that we talked last week was just how it's kind of, it's hard for people, even good players right now, to start a team from scratch, you know, not try out for an existing big team. And Stuart, I, I know when you know you were um, hosting the show back in the day, you were thinking about possibly you know playing competitively. I, I don't know if you still feel that way or not. Um, uh, I don't think I'm going to, but if I did, mm-hmm. I'm at the point where it's like. I would just wait for the game to come out first. And maybe there are there's a lot of people that don't have the game. And maybe there are people that are just waiting to like... Because right now, competitive, honestly, it's changing every week. It's kind of like a mess to keep up with and, and keep up with like every single thing that's going on. Like, okay, this week we need to practice this new strategy. But I just... I If I were going to play, I'd want things to even out a bit before getting into it. Yeah, I'm there just aren't a lot of uh, high-level players who aren't already on a team or just well, are interested in playing competitive in the beta pool. Well, that's another thing, too. And I know, Stur, you, you had an issue with it, too, even just months ago, is, is trying to find people. Like, how do you, you know, there's, I don't feel like there are, are you know, any pugs going on right now and, and you know, custom that games are starting well. up. Like, how do we do, like, how do we do that? Are we going to, do we do that in Discord? Do we do that? I mean, where, where do people actually find other players or other really top tier players to try to even get a team together well they already know them from other games yeah that's, that's, that's the thing right teams. now it's, but there's still there's gonna be new like, blood though there's gonna be there's gotta be new blood i mean in overwatch so how do those these people find each other probably just in pubs right now but like yeah. most of the teams it's all people who've been playing competitive fps for years and years mm-hmm. and they know people and they just form up that way uh, yeah, that's another thing. Everyone has the people that they want to play with already that mysteriously all got into the beta together. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> how? And it's, it's, it's all... <laughs> it's it's a very, like, click thing. Like, we're going to play together. This is our group. It doesn't matter right now who's good, who's not good. Yeah. People have friends that they're playing with and that they enjoy playing with. There is no, like, pickup games where you could be like, oh, you know what, that guy that's actually right. is pretty good because no one's playing that. And I think there are a lot of people that don't have the interest yet because it's a beta and they're not ready to take the balance like same thing i was saying take it too seriously yet Hmm. that's the problem right now is that you have to be friends with someone who's friends with someone else to like maybe get in a mix with them or to have your name be brought up to actually get into a team but like as as league of legends kind of developed it came down to like ranked you know uh matchmaking whatever like the, the top guys like oh he's a top challenger or masters player he's actually mm-hmm. really good maybe we should try him out and hopefully it actually becomes that way in overwatch mm-hmm. where yeah. it's like a legitimate ranked kind of scene which is a whole nother topic is how blizzard's gonna do matchmaking yeah That's a good I, like back That's to the point. original question you had i don't think the teams will be the same in three months i, don't I think yeah, the I don't players know. will be similar but people are already like dropping this guy i get this guy it, they're not going to be the exact same teams you might see a couple new players in there. It's not going to be like shockingly new, mm-hmm. but I think it'll get mixed up a bit in three months. There's just yeah. too many people come into the game to like say no to, or you know, you might see a support who's better than yours, and yeah, you've you've been friends with them for a long time, but you're going to have to, 
you know, cut ties, go to be the best team, right? Yeah. We're uh, currently, we've only got like five official players at the moment, so we're trying people out to be our sixth, and there's not a lot of options. Available. Jason Kaplan! Jason Kaplan. Yeah. Yeah. Stir, man. That's, that's stir. Stir your green light, man. Try out. Yeah, I'll, play, out. Um, I'll play Lucio. It's going to be two Lucios. Double Lucio. Yeah, you have to play Tor. Okay, if you had to Torbjorn. play Torbjorn, but you could be envious, would you do it? Oh, man. That's I a don't good have question. a problem playing. I like playing Torbjorn. I like cover my eyes when I really. Great. I, it's, he's fun. I don't like playing against him. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. There's nothing wrong with like two shotting someone with his like 18 ammo. Max range, no damage, fall off gun. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right, so let's talk about the Ghost of Gamers NA Cup, which uh, the last two weeks, I feel like it's been stacked. And uh, this week again, you know, it just had the best teams, I feel like, in Overwatch all playing in the same place. Uh, and we... Mine is IDDQD. What? Oh. Mine is IDDQD. Oh, my, well, yeah, my, my is IDQD. Um, and, best team in the world. Well, this, I guess this week, yeah, my is they, they played last week and they won, obviously. But um, yeah. this week, obviously, uh, didn't happen. And, we, you know, we see Envious, you know, being victorious again in NA. And that's obviously, you know, great, great for <laughs> Minstrel and, and and you guys. But I, I do want to point out, like, like this one team that, that seemed to make a little, you know, just a name for themselves or a little bit of a name for themselves, which was Code 7. And uh, uh, just that double tracer, right? I mean, they they had you know, obviously the meta right now is you know we can, we can talk about the meta, the cancer meta in a second, but you know any kind of wins over notable teams is gonna you know just gonna have, have get exposure for your team, and it's like really really important for that to happen. So I don't know, what do you guys think about Code Seven? Well, I think Minstrel's probably the best one to answer that question. Sure. Yeah, Minstrel. Uh we've been scrimming them some. I mean, in the current meta, it's like. By far, the most important players are your tracer players, mm-hmm. and their tracer players are good. But uh, I mean, in terms of exposure, obviously, it might not be good when they Google their names and see that they were banned for cheating uh, <laughs> last year in competitive CS. So, ouch, ouch. Okay. Well, well, that, well. Uh, funny that you say that. Wow. There's another team in there that you played against that did have someone who's actually uh, permanently banned in CS:GO at the moment. AZK, okay. yeah, but that's yeah. just match fixing. That's just match fixing. That's just match fixing. Oh wow! Okay. Well, they wanted to the have swag ever... too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or was he playing before? No, well, and then he, he got cut or wait, something. Wait, no, no, no. Was it you guys? No, no, it was Dummy. Dummy messaged me in the first beta wave asking about swag and, and AZK if they're allowed to play, like in ESL stuff. And then now Steel <laughs> potentially wanted to tar- try it as well. Um, if you guys don't know who they are from I Buy Power and CSGO, mm-hmm. yep. the best North American team at the time, I guess is really safe to say. I guess Cloud9 was like their other rival. But they got caught for match fixing where they were betting skins indirectly and would get large sums of money or skins back they could sell. Um, but they wanted to play as well, which actually wouldn't be a bad addition. But it's a really tricky subject, right, of how you go about that they got banned for match fixing which is is different from cheating that's that's 100 percent true but how would blizzard take having people who are banned yeah it's it's valve it's a different company but being permanently banned by valve would they allow them to play in a blizzard sponsored and also might be difficult to if you're looking to get like a sponsor team they're like we got some high profile yeah. players you might have heard of when they got permanently banned. <laughs> just, just an asterisk yeah. there for you guys yeah was banned for match fixing so no, well, don't worry you can't that. trade overwatch skins it'll be fine yeah. All right. So uh, I mean, here's a good, here's kind of a counter argument or devil's advocate. So is it a scarlet letter? I mean, if, for these guys, well, should they not be given chances again to 
to play on top teams because of it? That's that's a can of worms. I think that's that's something that's what been we're discussed about, quite a few times. I mean, I mean, I mean you're talking I about a different devs, right? And yeah, I personally think that their ban should be up. Like, you can't you can't directly relate esports to sports. You can't say, well, um, oh, fuck, some baseball player got uh, kicked out completely Pete and Rose, his like his record like wife. Yeah, yeah they Rose, do Rose. Yeah. I was thinking Rose. Um, because he like bet on his own game and threw it. Mm -hmm. But you can't compare that to esports where you're you can't you can't directly relate the same. I think they should be unbanned and have the opportunity to play in other tournaments. I think they've shown all of them that they have been on good behavior and do feel bad about it. It's kind of rough to completely sh you know shut out someone's career over something like that. Like it's obviously very picky and Valve wanna set a precedent, but you can't ban them from every game. That's just Yeah, I mean it's, it's, it's a okay. different game altogether too. So it, it I agree. I think they should be given at least one chance, but I, I do understand the concerns. It sounds like Envy, Envious probably has a... You guys have a rule of not having people with past history of, of this type of uh, thing. I mean, we don't have any official rules, but obviously, if somebody's got someone who's got, like, multiple bans for cheating in previous games, mm -hmm. or, like, match-fixing, probably don't want them on your team. Fair and speaking of that, Fair I'm going to bring this up. There's actually Overwatch betting now for money on um, betting websites. Yes, I saw someone I, some, linked me something like, somebody hey, Jason, who should I bet too. on? Yeah. And I'm like, uh, not giving you advice on that, because I'm pretty sure if I were to do that, then I would get in trouble. So it's very, it's a very tricky spot, because it wasn't publicly announced before they match fix that if you match fix, you'd be banned forever, but that was the decision made. Wow. Okay. Well, we're entering that era of Overwatch where we're going to have to be careful of things like this. So um, hopefully it's, it's going to be rough. It's yeah, really I mean it's rough. it's yeah. inevitable to happen. It always ha it always happens. No matter what game you're talking about, it'll happen to some degree. But let's just let's just hope it doesn't become a problem at all, where people can you know catch catch folks earlier, or people or players just can just be more responsible and professional and not players don't do that. it. Yeah, I, exactly. I, just don't even bother. Uh, yeah, you can win a couple, a little bit of quick money, but don't screw your entire overwatch career because you bet on one game to make a couple hundred bucks yeah like, not worth it absolutely um but anyways like let's talk about more about en envious I and mean, we didn't we just touched on you guys winning briefly and you guys a mix up in the finals it's like old times again you know you guys playing over and over pre pre-break in the na uh Gusu gamers cup finals um you so you told me you played four out of ten you gave yourself a four out of ten like uh yeah. playing playing wise in in the tournament so expound on that a little bit because uh, well, four out of I mean, ten, our, you still won the tournament. So yeah, well, it's like our Numbani offenses were all zero out of ten, so that brings <laughs> down the average. <laughs> wow. Okay. So everything else uh, is eight then. No, I'd say like, well, it's the way with the current meta is you can get snowballed mm -hmm. really hard, and there's not much you can do about it if you get like split spawns and alt disadvantage, and then you just give up like mm -hmm. three quarters of the map for free on snowballing. But uh, like when we actually got a chance to set up, our defenses were pretty good in general, I'd say. So like a 7 or 8. But uh, yeah, I'm like just taking into account some of the like snowballing and like bad Numbani attack. I'd like average it out to around like 4 out of 10. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm actually curious about that point you made about snowballing because this is mm -hmm. something I've been thinking about for a while. Do you think longer maps and longer distance between checkpoints would help fix that? 
I think when or you more capture points. a point, it should reset everyone's yeah. alt to zero and place them in the, a spawn, the new spawn. So, and then have like a 10 second countdown or whatever to switch classes and get ready. And then people set up and fight again. Oh, even a countdown. I don't have a countdown. That's an interesting and idea though. Yeah. Stuart, what do you think of, actually, what do you think of that idea? I, I think that would kill like spectator. Like it just ruins the momentum of everything. It's like, Oh, let's stop and reset. And I do agree that the spawn time should be adjusted a little bit. Like if a point is captured, the defenders should all just respawn. So that they have like a chance to be ready. Uh, well, the question I think of that's more skill based in terms of like a lot of times if you have like you know especially with the tracer comp if you have mm-hmm. like Symmetra and Zenyatta get split spawn in the close spawn and everyone else is in the back then they're going to get killed for free. Oh oh yeah that that's that. always been uh, and then they get more ult and then they run up and throw tracer bombs at your new spawn and maybe kill someone and then they've got like <laughs> two thirds yeah. of the map done. Well, I, I've always been disappointed that you couldn't forward spawn, like back spawn. Um, the way you, in TF2, if you're in a forward spawn, but your point gets captured, if you change classes, you can go backwards to where your team actually is and where you're useful. Mm-hmm. The game doesn't have that, and that kind of just sucks. But that's kind of a bit of that problem. I I think I could speak to the to what Stur was saying about the, um, as a spectator, it's not fun to watch, that mm-hmm. pushed up to a checkpoint, that's it's like, all right, reset. But the problem that I have right now is there's no big GG moment in the game. There's no next blown up like in a MOBA. There's no, you know, player quits out of the game like in StarCraft. Um, in CS, there's no round ending. There's no 16th round. And right now, as a spectator, it's absolutely boring to watch because, yeah, you can have a timer on the screen, but you want to see that GG moment, that buildup. And as a caster, I guess that's your job. But you're not really well, given the tools you, to do it at the moment. You do see it in King of the Hill. But you don't that's, see that's it. the only one. Yeah, yeah. and I that's why it is. Point, I guess as well. But yeah. even capture points based off time. No, that's a time thing. No it's hard to do point. a big GG moment. Yeah, that's like inherently a problem of stopwatch. It's going to be anticlimactic most of the time. See, the, the, I think there's so many things that could be changed with they it. Could that's frustrating. It. Mm-hmm. They could definitely. Like, so you need it's it's really hard to as a viewer get into it and see. Like in CS, you can just literally tune in and understand what's happening. But the way you would ideally do stopwatch then with this kind of mode is that you would have a timer that shows time it takes to like get to the finish. Because like thing is like at the moment right now you can't tell when someone can't finish the game. Like you can have a general idea, but there's no like pinpoint moment that all right three minutes and fifty eight seconds have passed. There's no possible way they can finish the game now. So it you need that moment to be like a GG moment. Instead, the game just plays out, and they try, even though you know, as a spectator, a caster, the game's over, and there's no point to hype it well, up. Yeah, they, yeah, well, the, that's something yeah, people just shouldn't be doing, and I think a, you, the UI is a big problem in this yeah. too. That there's no like, you can tell very clearly what's going on. If the UI was better, and people were willing to actually quit out when they knew they lost. Well, let's just talk. About, let's just talk about stopwatch, right? I mean, UI wise, I, I think one of the things they absolutely need to add is not only have the current objective time that they have but they need a total time so like first round you first you know round or whatever the that total time just goes up and then when it's the second you know just basically you're the opposite when your opponent you know plays attack or whatever then that that timer needs to go down and then it needs to become you know when it gets closer to down to a minute yeah it becomes like like you know there's some kind of urgency to it like it appears bigger and you know that sort of thing well, um, even then, like mm-hmm. having that countdown, it's like you could be at the second checkpoint or the, the first, second, whatever you want to call it, checkpoint in Bonnie, and say that takes 45 seconds to do, but they don't have 45 seconds on the clock. You need 
the game's over, right? It's over at that point. There's no point to keep going. A countdown won't really be entertaining because you physically know there's no way that team could win. So you'd have to make a clock that's dynamic that would be able to realize when they can't finish. Well, so I like mean, a second half, like at first half, they finished in like eight minutes, right? Yeah, second half, sure. you're seven minutes in, but you're over a minute away from having three people push the payload the entire time. So like, say yeah. you get to the capture point, that takes two minutes, but that's where they are. Like there's no yeah, there's two elements. away, even if they were uninterrupted for them to finish. So you would have to have the GG there or before that. But the problem is with the way it's currently set up and even adding in a timer won't facilitate that big GG moment, that big buildup you need as a caster and a viewer that you want to see. Yeah, oh yeah, the the issue is there's two elements. Yeah, whether you finish an objective or whether the the timer hits zero. Those are both those moments and it's definitely confusing and definitely hard for a caster to to kind of build those up. But that's what we have. You know, I don't see them how, how are they going to do it any differently with the current game formats distance. we have. This is the only other other way you could do it. Distance? Where you have a ghost payload. You have a ghost payload that moves along with them or that moves along the map yeah, from the ghost, first half. Yeah. But if you do that distance, would be interesting. Yeah, that's the problem is that it inherently comes with this problem of it will still be stopwatch Distance, because the game yeah. finishing but mm-hmm. you can either make it so the defense has it so they will majority of the time win thus it's really hard on the offense to push all the way through or you can choose a combination of a ghost payload with a timer to see but then you still have to have that moment of when you know they can't possibly win or the pace they need to be going to actually have a chance to win kind of thing I it's really confusing as much as people don't like playing it right now and have completely given up on it I like control points for that reason. That you know when a team can and can't win. Like you haven't captured the point yet, you lost. Or or if they couldn't capture on the other team either. I, I don't know. I'm like the only person in the world it feels like that likes capture point. They totally do need to <laughs> fix spawns though. Like when you capture the first point, respawn everybody and get things like back to a kind of a neutral spot. Not to slow things down, but just respawn everybody and get them ready. But yeah. Yeah, I that hasn't been happening. Gosh, it's going to be hard though. It's just a design. There's all kinds of there's all kinds of ways I feel like you can cheese capture point maps, and it it's, it's something it's, that that I think all players just. I mean, that's why they ban them, right? They just don't even want to deal with it. It could just be so punishing, like to ha- to like not have the right comp at that time. I think what what well, maybe minstrel, maybe just more capture points instead of two. It's like three or four. Because then you can actually have a chance to put up a solid defense somewhere instead of just being snowballed. Yeah, I would need to be longer maps or do something like make you replay the map. Like make it two out of three on just the capture point. So you just like cycle it. Mm, kind of like times. They don't yeah. want to redesign the map. But yeah, you can like cap Hanamura and all these maps in like a minute 15 or something like that. Yeah, so that's a, that's not a bad idea. You pick up the wrong comp on defense, and they come out with some cheese, which perfectly counters that. You're basically screwed instantly. You didn't even get to play the game. Yeah, best of three would be would be pretty good for it. Like you said, they're super short games. Um, and pay- so then, what would you do if like you would do the time difference if all teams completed? You'd have to like add up their times to see who did the fastest. I don't know. You yeah, could do it'd pretty much like be that. that. Yeah, it, I think it'd be right. whatever the times are at the end of. I mean, three that could work if you have the times carry over in the game. Yeah, right. Like, you have Team A, and that was the first time. You have Team B, and it just keeps adding to it when they go again kind of thing. That would be it's, possible. Yeah, possible. It's, still not the, it's still not the best, honestly. Like, just from no, the no, standpoint no. of observer and or just spectator. Why don't we all just give up? <laughs> we're not, we we're not giving up. That's why we're talking about it. But, um, but yeah, but anyway, snow, I, this comes back to just snowballing, right? And snowballing being an issue. Um, 
Uh, what do you guys think of snowballing on King of the Hill maps? Right now, is it is a huge issue? I mean, on I think Nepal, I think the second round on Nepal just is ridiculous. It, it seems to always be ridiculous from a standpoint of just who who can capture the point first and then have high ground and just that that choke is like pr- pretty tough to to get through a lot of times. Um, it's always always been an issue. At least <laughs> I know in, lo- in a lot of the the pub games and things. What do you guys think of of it generally being an issue in, in King of the Hill? Because King of the Hill does have GG moment. So yeah, that's that's what's exciting about that that format. There's still a lot of things that need to be tweaked about it as well. Still, but it's it's such a mess. What <laughs> really? You think so? Really, at the, at the core, King of the Hill really is like just such a mess of everyone jumping everywhere and. I don't know. The game mode is just—it feels sloppy to me. I don't have any like. I give it an example. I, don't have any I mean, like, criticism here. No, 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 no. Examples. No, no examples. Okay. Miss no. <laughs> no. Miss Robbie, you, you don't like, deserve it. Generally, do you like Kingdom uh, Maps competitively? Well, it's whoever. They're okay. They're probably like in terms of the most or like the best team winning most of the time. I think it would go like payload, then King of the Hill, and then capture points. Mm-hmm. So Capture Point has the most variance. King of the Hill is if you capture first, you probably have a big advantage, and then you have the alt advantage. Well, yeah, and... that, that is the big issue, is if you do capture first, and then you have like a May keep ice blocking on the point and contesting it forever, that team that captured it first is still going up to 99% the whole time. It's yeah. awkward. You compare that to every other map, and it's like payload. Well, the payload stops moving. Control point, the, the capture stops. Yeah. So why should you still be rewarded for contesting a point or for holding a contested point? I, I have said, I think on another one of these podcasts, I think the overtime mechanic needs to be looked at. Because if you really try and push for long overtimes and just go to the point and do like the cheesiest things you can do to contest it, it goes on forever. There's no like... It, it might go on forever, but you're never going to come back if you're just like literally piece, piecemealing into it just to reset the thing every time. Like go in May and just, you know, like obviously draw it out for another 10 seconds. You might. And... May on a point has a machine gun now. Yeah, but you're still five on one, five on two. I mean, a six on one, six on two. I mean, it, it's still not even close. I mean, you're getting it May, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but yeah, definitely something that's that they have to continue to look at, and maybe even try to develop well, I, a format that that helps. Yeah, with more it. than a big GG moment. I feel like overtime can sometimes have it just be more exhausting. Like, when's it over? Oh, I've seen. Oh God, I can't remember the map off the top of my head, but there was over one minute of overtime on the I, first point. Like they were pushing on Dorado, and it took them over a minute of overtime to actually get it to the next section. I've seen a couple of those. There was a couple on Kings Row early on. And I had one recently on Yijong Tower in a pub but that was just... It, I, I had a gold medal of six minutes for capture time. It, <laughs> yeah, but isn't isn't that a built-in mechanism to make it exciting? I mean, if it just, like, ended, like, immediately there, then, I mean, that's anticlimactic. I mean, that's not great, for sure. So I, I don't know what you would like, and you know, just alternatively. I, I, I said the longer it goes on... The, uh, the faster the timer goes down when someone steps off of it. Because if you have mm. it going on for like five minutes, it should start to have like a little bit of a, a drop decay off. on it. Mm, okay. Yeah, drop off. But it's not that long to begin with, is it? What is it, like four yeah. seconds maybe? 
and with you cap a point, it get, adds two minutes on the clock anyway. So mm-hmm. it's not like you're going to end up in an eight minute overtime very often. Yeah, that's true. Okay, I mean, well, overtime is also inherently against the attacking team because it's like you have to throw people into it. So eventually you'll probably lose. But if you have that one crazy good play out of someone, it could potentially actually turn it back in the defense or the attacking side's favor. And it's still stopwatch. So it's not <laughs> like you're yeah. adding to their time. That's true. That's true. Okay, well, let's talk. Let's talk about cancer meta. We haven't even touched on cancer meta yet. Come uh, uh, on, we gotta <laughs> talk about cancer. We gotta talk about. It. We gotta cover. This is like this week. It's gonna be different next week, guys. So might as well talk about is the it? cancer meta, which is uh, those of you who don't know. It's basically four support, double Zens, Lucio, Sasimetra, and then the com- either double tracers or tracer Genji, depending on. You know which which team you are and which which uh, I guess what you think is better. All right, so this developed. I don't know how long ago this developed. Maybe a week and a half ago or so. I think or, it's been back, like a couple weeks. Couple with two weeks now. Are, okay. Well, um, it feels like years. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, this is being played everywhere. Asian server, European servers, and a server. I mean, just everybody is doing it at this point. I think every high level team does it on attack now. Yeah. And talk a little bit about the differences between Double Tracer and Tracer Genji. Uh, well, in maps where you don't need the verticality of Genji, I think Double Tracer is clearly better because mm. they're better in a one-on-one and they're also better at killing the supports and probably more survivable. And it's like the bomb is really easy to charge and if you actually hit someone with it, it's a free kill unless they have Transcendence. So... I think the tracer is clearly better unless we're talking like hollywood mid or someplace like that where you need to be able to climb up top mm-hmm. but in general i think double tracer is superior okay uh sir have you played much against this in public games i mean i know a lot of people <laughs> try to mimic this stuff all the time That's all, the I, all the i play earth. against are six stacks so yeah six stacks <laughs> Yeah, oh, just man. because I'm playing quick play doesn't mean I'm not playing like competitive scrims. I know, I know, it's true. That's it's, a scum of the earth. The people who do it in pubs, it's like really. I know it, it did happen once. Run that? Come on! I was shocked. It was it was shocking. They even did the Hanzo at the beginning where everyone scatter arrowed and then they uh, switched to like that and it was. That's like why in, in Counter Strike who do matchmaking together to get better instead of playing like ESCA or Face It or like an actual. Yeah, league. literally yeah. none of those exist. Jesus Christ! <laughs> but but yeah, it's it's tough to deal with. I I don't know. I haven't obviously had to do it often, so I don't. I can't be like, oh, well, I feel like this probably countered it. Right. I don't know. It's it's just tough. It's getting um. Everyone's finding the fastest characters that do the most damage, which is what you kind of assumed would happen at the start. Is everyone wants the mobility to get things done mm-hmm. and damage to kill everybody? That's and how it is in out. like every competitive yeah. FPS. Yes. Almost always a mobility bias. You get rocket jumping, sticky jumping, mm-hmm. yeah. scout double jump. Top tier is almost always the most mobile characters. It's just, it's hard to stop them too. Like Genji, even if you want to stop Genji from moving around, he'll put his reflect up. So you could say like, oh, I, I bet a Widowmaker could maybe die to all this. Well, what's funny is like the way people are countering it is with Zenyatta, right? The Discord orb is the way to to try to. Unless you're time move. That you just absolutely wreck everything as a widowmaker up close and personal. That's, have you yeah, have you guys awesome. seen that video? Yes, I have. I saw it. it is pretty amazing. Right. <laughs> Definitely that's, awesome. That's 
that's when like 80% of people on Reddit realize they'll never be that good and they just, they're done. Never ah, play Widowmaker ever again. Once they get in, they're going to be the number one team at BlizzCon in three months. They don't even need six. How can there be, how can there be tournaments when I don't even have beta access, Minstrel? Yeah. God, I don't mystery. know. Oh, man. I'm just glad I haven't gone up against this cancer comp personally because when we do mixes and stuff, we have a rule, no cancer comps. So we actually play like legitimate compositions. Yeah, legitimate, legitimate ones. ones. I mean, I, one. I, 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 okay, what's a legitimate composition? I mean, there's no such thing as legit, right? I, I hate it when people talk about that. That's it. So it is what legit. it is, right? Um, yeah. So, talk about casting games with that type of composition, Jason. Like, you know, we've talked about production. I know a lot of players, like at least in the Discord channel, we talk about just how it is as a viewer and how it's kind of frenetic and crazy and hard to follow when it's just tracers, literally like four tracers just blinking everywhere. But as a caster, I guess how difficult is it to cast that compared to and just some of the, I guess, more, I guess, more traditional compositions or even compared to the Winston craziness we had like three or four weeks ago? So I haven't been able to cast it much because mm-hmm. um, I didn't cast last weekend and the weekend before that it wasn't really a big thing. But the problem you have casting, I don't know, mirror comps is so annoying to cast because like A, it's hard to just see who's who kind of thing. You yeah. see two tracers jumping around, it's hard to keep up. It's hard to build a story that people want to watch. Like, oh, well, tracer in the back ledge, it kills Zenyatta. Good job. Um, and there's still another tracer and another Zenyatta. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, and then you can't refer to, like, oh, well, Tracer went in. Like, the thing is, it's hard to say a player's name on a certain character or a certain hero, like you can do in League or CS. Or well, in League, it's easy because you just, because there's only one of each. But in this, you can't really cast it easily, and people can't just, like, hear Tracer, oh, see the moving really fast chick who's British running around and, and see and know who you're talking about. You say, you know, uh, Minstrel. And they're like, all right, well, what's he on? Look at the bottom. Okay, that's, oh, he's already dead. Like, it's, it's too hard <laughs> to actually see where the action's happening. No offense. Um, but also there's this whole problem of people like saying, well, we want more first person. Well, you can go fuck off because it's not about the individual play. It's about the story and the whole aspect of how the team's fighting. And people complain about that. They complain about, oh, it's too much third person or too much free cam, too much first yeah. person. It's like, you can't win with viewers when it comes to yeah. that. Um, and you can't really, it, the action's still too fast. Like, even before in the first beta phase, ults were up you know so damn quickly it's hard to actually build a proper story like oh well you know uh stir he actually got three kills over here now his ultimate's up and he's going for the big fight instead it's just like everyone has ultimate everyone's throwing everything they have each other we it's it's <laughs> not all have easy each to other. cast yeah and then and then you have also the fact of the production side of it which i think zp and i are the ones that do where i'm sitting there literally on my phone timing every checkpoint they get to that i'm like over here all right let me just type that in update the graphic and i'm back luckily yeah. i don't have to observe at the same oh, time i'll be splitting later it's just it's not easy to spectate and cast well but at the same note i'm thankful that blizzard actually put in the spectating mode into the closed beta because then you can actually like practice right. casting you can actually have tournaments um and then the biggest problem that you have in the current mode or the observing mode uh, which I think you need to direct a camera for is seeing a big play in Counter Strike. You see JW pick up four big op kills. You can watch him and see that happen, or you can just see on the kill cam and watch an overview. And it's slow enough that you can get an idea what's happening right now. I could see Taibu get three kills on the sniper, struggle to hit you know F eleven or twelve because there's twelve people in the game, and then catch it. So it's it's 
it's hard to see the great individual plays that you want to see in first person, but at the same time, you need to stay free cam to see the whole story of how the battle's breaking down. Sticking with one person right. doesn't tell you that Genji off on the left-hand side got four kills or got an amazing 1v1 kill that turned the tide of the fight. You can't see that. So it, it's just this big headache of this whole spectating and whatnot, but I know at least Blizzard are very open to ideas and mm -hmm. very open to changing things and making it really accessible to watch because you want to see this as a viewing uh, well, a viewing esport or spectator esport but at the moment it's just not it's not making that easy well like you pointed out i mean right now the casters are double timing i mean you you guys won't be spec you won't be running obs mode no later you'll be casting off of somebody's camera like in the future yeah, and, uh, of yeah course, at the high but, level but like we can't we should be that people are doing weekly you can't do that like you cannot afford to have an observer a producer mm -hmm. i mean that costs money and the people who just run like community run tournaments they can't do that and I mean, I guess you can volunteer to do it as observer in hopes of getting an observing job later, right. but mm -hmm. it's just not easy accessible like Counter-Strike is, where you can hit D, leave it on direct to camera the entire time, and cast off that as like someone just coming into it. Right. I mean, it's true, but we, we do have to... It's like, a, it's like a, a little bit of a chicken-egg thing, right? Like We have to at least show a good product for people to, you know be able to watch it you know and if we we keep limiting ourselves to not having an obs then you guys you guys just can't do it, it like you said it's so hard to even just cast only cast this game that having you guys be be multitasking is impossible you know and unless you have you know somebody like mitchy or or uh, that's just like talking a million miles per hour and then like covering it you know any second that you know you're you're being pulled off on updating an overlay and that sort of thing yeah that's so that's exactly why you don't see me cast too much during a team fight is because right. i'm literally waiting with my phone to hit the button because we've actually had games come down to like two or three seconds yeah to make sure it's timed properly and yeah but that affects you as a caster you know what i mean that's not, not fair to you as a caster too so i can honestly say overwatch has been the hardest game i've had to cast with all mm -hmm. production and all the stuff outside of the game i physically have to do right yeah good Good. <laughs> good. Get good. <laughs> what else do you want to hear? I know, right? Well, eventually, at least the bigger tournaments, we are going to have at least one obser, I'd hope, and and I think ideally, I'd I'd like to see two or three, honestly. And well, there's actually Gamers Assembly coming up. I think this week. I think on the twenty fourth. Hmm? Let me look that up real quick. That's a, a the first LAN in uh, in France. Oh, Overwatch there's only LAN six. Yes. Oh, awesome. Spots total at the moment. So 26 to 28. To raise that. France, are you going, Minstrel? You France? Flying? No. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just like asking. I was like, wow, that's awesome. It's all, well, it's 50 <laughs> bucks per person to get in, if I remember correctly. The prize pool is 2000 bucks for first place when it costs you five times six. It's $300 to get everyone in, plus travel, plus hotel. Yeah, that's so it's sense. only like French teams going. Yeah. yeah I yeah. am. So it's only Thank like Melty going. Go just sure. to be able to play too much. Go to that one, Stir. It's not, it's not that long of a flight for you, man. It's like. No, I'm not going. I already have the beta. I don't have to go to a LAN <laughs> and like play the game for the first time. Oh my time. god, these people are going to play for the first time. No way. That's probably. No most way. They're the not going to pay 300 to bucks to play the fir freaking first time. I think people Jeez. pay a lot more to buy yeah, accounts. Yeah, I think some people my would. God. I think there are. <laughs> I don't know. Like, you guys. <sighs> It, it's got to be really hard right now to have a land in the first place. Oh, yeah, absolutely. With no Blizzard support? Like, watch there be a patch or a big maintenance during the time the tournament's happening. It's like, oh, you're no, that's They've been good about that. They, they've been good about waiting on, on maintenance yeah. when there's an event. So you can't, you can't That's the last on problem that. on the list. Yeah. yeah. There's got to be enough people that live in France and have the beta and play competitively first. Are there? I don't know. There's cooldown and there's Melty. There you go. All right. Well, are they both going? 
They no, I <laughs> bet they are. So <laughs> Two thousand cool, uh, bucks. Melty, are they both cool, all in uh, France? Twelve. Nine teams signed up right now. Yeah. Nineteen. Well, that's, okay. That surprises me. Yeah. Good on them. <laughs> I believe they're all French. Okay, well that's that should be interesting. First land. Uh, speaking of Never events, mind, I'm going. Speaking of speaking of events, let's get a team. I think we can win this. Get a team going. Yeah. All right. You got three hundred bucks. If if you I mean, if I you cover like if you cover plan, if you cover plan ride and hotel. Uh, what do I get back from I'll you come. for that? Do I get about a thousand get, bucks? You get to hang out, dude. That's that's cool, mm. man. That's cool. Okay, so what, speaking of events, we do have a, a co-host that's uh, organizing a an, an event that's in April, and a co-host that's not here, not one of these guys. No, of course not one of these guys, but <laughs> uh, One Nation of Gamers uh, and Fish Sticks have joined up, as well as Shade's helping out too, uh, but joined up to uh, organize this One Nation of Gamers Overwatch Invitational, which will be April 9th and 10th. Uh, eight teams, six teams invited, uh, and then two teams are going to are going to, or actually four teams are going to battle out for the last two spots but it's going to be two days 2400 prize pool jason i think you're casting right is that correct uh was casting was oh, casting oh was casting okay. not anymore never mind don't have a co-caster to do it so oh man feels bad man. yeah the one we had but... backed out so okay oh yeah because you guys were going to do it on uh, you were going to be the secondary stream right yep okay. and then the the guy we had when we agreed to it he backed out like mm -hmm. a day or two ago so we don't mm -hmm. have anyone yeah, but wow. Oh, wow. Yep. <laughs> casters, we need Overwatch casters, folks. <laughs> uh, but twenty four hundred dollars—that's the biggest prize pool to date for Overwatch. So, um, Fishsticks, obviously, kudos to him for getting this yep. together and making this a reality. He's been talking about this for a while. Uh, it looks like Joshy and Fishsticks are going to be casting it, and yeah, it's going to be a two day event. Excited about it, Minstrel? I'm excited. It's more than one day. So you don't have to play twelve hours straight. Yeah, exactly right. And that's going to be um, was that three weeks from now? Th yeah, three weeks. I'm from excited now. to see you guys get second place. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ouch! Uh, well, with Shade doing the brackets, I guess mix up gets an automatic. <laughs> oh my gosh! So oh man! Uh, oh, never mind. Boy. I what I wanted to say. To do the brackets, and if the brackets are messed up or rigged at all, I will throw a huge bitch fit about it. All right, what is it's rigged? It's like you take the Ghost of Gaming ranking, and yeah. if they're not according to that, then they're bullshit brackets. Okay. Yeah. Right. Although the Ghost of Gaming rankings also get messed up because there's like eight European tournaments. A week. <laughs> That's so true, too. Grind out it's hard those. to actually take that for like as. I guess fully in consideration too, but um, if you I mean, just—it's like I did community one, envious two, um, cloud nine three, mix up no, three or cloud nine three, cloud three nine mix up, yeah, third. cloud nine mix up are right there in there three or four. Um, yeah, so they'd be like three or four, and then you'd have reunited, reunited five, yeah, five. maybe six, because five has beaten them in the past, and then the other teams coming in like G two Melty should all take bottom seed and prime of. Primer Life of Hansa should have bottom seat as well. Yeah, I think it's pretty clear. Um, but my question is, is it EU versus NA first? Uh, it should be. It's, I don't know. They probably want an NA versus EU final, so they might split mm. it. This is being played. This, see? See? <laughs> this is being played on NA server, though, right? No, no. Is it? Um, the winner of the coin or the higher suit chooses server for the first map, loser chooses second. Oh, nice. Second. Okay. okay, that's good. That's as, I guess as fair as you can do it. 
but anyways, definitely take, check it out, guys. This is, a, you know, one of the, you know, obviously Ghost of Gamers continues to do it every week, which is really great and consistent for the community. But this one's, you know, just, I wouldn't say one-off, but this is one of Fish Six Invitationals that he's been doing from time to time and a little bit bigger, you know, than the, the weekly tournaments, which is always nice to have. Like, we're, we'll get to the point where we will start having... Um, you know, bigger tournaments like maybe ESL doing one in the near future. Who knows? Uh, State 2400 won't be anything when the game's out. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. I mean, I don't want I don't want ten thousand dollar prize pools now. I mean, I think that would be crazy. That's, you can't do that. Yeah. Because it, okay. it would just be okay. Nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine dollars. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll do we'll do an ESL tournament where it's winner take all, so that way Envis gets enough money. Uh-huh. <laughs> It's worked out well for you in the past. Oh man, no. we didn't do winner take all. Oh, we, oh yeah, Starcraft Academy. I remember that. <laughs> if that's what you're referring to. Okay, let's take maybe a couple questions and call it a day. Uh, let's see. One from Tokyo Sky. Will the competitive scene be split between console and PC players? Not necessarily fifty-fifty. Will there be support for console? And folks that want to get their questions in, tweet the Overview GG, and we'll try to read them out. Or you can just tweet me at Chain, maybe whatever, and I'll, and I'll uh, read maybe one or two in addition to this out. So, what do you guys think? Consoles of PC. We talked a little bit about it. PC. Just... It's it's not going to happen. The only reason like Halo and Call of Duty were popular console esports even a little bit popular was because they didn't have pc versions if they did and they had this big of a pc call of duty definitely pc call of duty 4 black ops (laughs) (laughs) i know i know like three casters out there in my my own like office that would like beat you up for that but they they play pc scene was never well did they use pro mod and that was only on pc yeah Okay. But did, I'm saying, did people still play on console for Call of Duty 4 when there was a PC option? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I, probably they, I don't also know. A lot more tournaments. <laughs> I don't know. I'll just say whatever. It's, I'm just yeah. saying. It's pro- I, did, can you imagine it happening with Overwatch, though? Yes, because they'll Xbox con- will sponsor them. Yep. They're going to have sponsors. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess Xbox exclusive. Sure. We got recall first. But it's going to be. You think well, there's going to be console-only tournaments? I mean, I think this yeah, is going to be cross-platform. Yeah. This is going to be cross-platform. Dude, right? There was Evolve, no. PlayStation no? 4, and Xbox tournaments, like separate. What if was Evolve? A, a really what was Evolve? bad game. Evolve. Evolve. <laughs> God, Evolve had, what, what, what game? Evolve had this like oh, it's such it, the concept is so good, but oh, what ended up happening and just no, didn't work out at all. You don't you don't know what Evolve is? Sir? It, it's um. It's basically I, Left 4 Dead, like, tank versus everybody. Really? <laughs> Never heard of it. Yeah, yeah. But they can't possibly have cross-platform unless they include huge aim assist, and then you just have a whole another problem there. And basically you've got, like, a team of aimbots versus people using mice. <laughs> Is this bad for competitive scene, having it split like this? I mean, are we going to have to, no. like... Okay, guys, this is a console tournament. It. This isn't... A piece. This well, is a PC tournament, and what's going to be the, def- the I guess the default world championship is going to be on PC. A big question is also how is Blizzard even going to handle the consoles? Are they going to receive updates? Is it going to be updated often? Are they going to be able to do oh, these like at the same times? The Orange true. Box TF2 never received a single oh, update. Like, how yeah. are they going to handle the consoles? Sir, it'll be place? it'll be Counter Strike Global Offensive on console that literally hasn't had a single update since the game was released. <laughs> oh, that yeah, is like painful. That, I don't think Blizzard's going to do that, but 
you have to wonder how they're going to handle it before you can even begin to know. I think they'll push updates to both, like to consoles and to PCs. But like, there's a hundred percent going to be PC, PC uh, tournaments and console tournaments. But PC will be the biggest one. I mean, you look at the track record of Blizzard; every game has always been a PC game that's been big. So there'll be console Whoa. tournaments, but it won't be anywhere near the prize pool or as big as PC will be. I'm I'm worried about like updates being pushed to just all platforms at the same time because that that's going to mean if if they are at the same time that means they're going to have the longer testing well, it's going to take forever for these things to come out like we don't oh. even know the beginning of what they plan on how they plan on updating like if they want to do big like one-off expansions they could have them ready at the same time on all consoles but are they even going to do that's, that are they going to have that. There's no also the problem of the balance is going to be completely different on console versus PC just because of the <laughs> oh, new meta. devices. See, this is yeah. just nightmarish. Oh. If Genji, Genji, like, doing the, the one-shot combo with a, a thumbstick? Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. That would be... Yeah. Oh, that's crazy, actually, thinking about that. Okay, sure for He's got a question. With more and more teams showing up each tourney, what do you guys think about region locking the tourneys? Yes. I like please. that. Yes, definitely. Yes. Region locking. If you have enough <laughs> EU teams inevitable. to fill up an EU tournament, then, then lock out NA. If you have enough e- or NA teams to fill up in any tournament, lock out EU. It's, it's standard. No question. We'll, well I don't necessarily agree because Shippers played well, Nosgoth okay. and the EU teams <sighs> all complained to the admins to get them banned because they would win all the EU cups. So I don't think you should region lock the tournaments if the team wants to play cross. No, I, I think that's fine. I think there there should be there definitely should be big tournaments that are not region locked so we can kind of bring together like the best teams. We we need storylines in each region. I think that's that's my biggest thing as well as just I think I can see there being 50 teams like in each region eventually wanting to play these things in these tournaments. Uh so it's multiple regions why I think it should be. And then we can bring come together, you know, for like big cross region you know, type of battle. Well, Who who's the, the best region type of tournaments in League of Legends mm-hmm. was the ones where you had cross you had cross-region play is where yeah. you had like IPL four, I think was like donned as the best league of right. tournament ever to exist because it had teams from every region competing against each other. Like you eventually need that, but you also need, yeah, but you have... can't do that every week. Oh no, 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 of course not. Not. no, 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 of course that's not. Like, that's yeah. like once or twice. Oh, we're, we're not talking about weekly yeah, tournaments. That's we're, what I mean. Though. We're, I don't think we're going to be, to- I don't think weekly tournaments are going to be, you know, once things start ramping up and we start seeing like, like bigger events and things like that, I think the weekly tournaments will, you know, may just take a back seat. You know, like uh, some, I don't know, if, like Ghostu gamers, like what we're seeing right right now. I think teams will, you know, might like not play these weekly tournaments just to prepare for the bigger tournaments well, and things like sorry, that. Sorry, IPL five, by the way, my mistake. If there's equivalent tournaments happening in mm-hmm. EU and NA, yeah, people are going to play whatever region that is is their region, so they don't have to deal with the ping. So it's just sure if there's going to end up being enough tournaments. You're not even going to have people wanting to do crossplay. I think that's the problem coming up: is all the tournaments people want to run tournaments every day of every week or at the same time oh, as other don't tournaments. Don't tell me that. Oh yeah. Oh no, <laughs> not me. again. Yeah. Like the first couple of months of Overwatch being out, you almost have a tournament every day. And that was and it terrible. Would be a giant headache. That was te- that's terrible. That's like we don't want to be oversaturated right from the freaking get go. Like I, I don't want to see that. Ugh. I don't want to see that. At the only all. only way you can stop that is by having tournaments that are way more money. Because then Pete, the, the teams that uh, have a chance of winning that won't play in the smaller tournaments because they don't want to give away any strats. And well, that's been really quiet. Yeah, <laughs> Minstrel. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you don't want to play every day, right, Minstrel? 
No, I mean, yeah, I do. <laughs> no, you don't want to play like tournament matches every day because it's tiring. And I mean, obviously, if you can avoid playing like a fifty-dollar tournament on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, you're gonna want to do that. It's also the same problem that uh, Virtus Pro had in CS:GO, where they played literally every tournament that ever existed for like a four-month period of time. And the problem was that they were losing a lot of these tournaments because they didn't have the time to sit down and practice right, and exactly. review the like demos of how they were playing. And you get burned out too easily that way. Yeah, so I think the teams naturally will be more selective. It, it will have something to do with prize pool, you know, definitely. Um, but, God, I still don't want to see just uh, the tournaments every single day of the week. That's just going to be... That's just going to kill spectating and just, like, getting hyped up for, you know, whatever events... It, it kills like crowds as well not crowds it kills like it's hype it's just it's hi- hype for a team because yeah. it's like oh you can't easily build like a storyline or a fan base for a team if you're like playing every tournament you want to see them play the big ones i mean we even saw it to a, a very minor degree pre-break and we saw nds and mix-up literally playing back-to-back days for three or four straight days it's like how can i get hyped for any of those events when i've literally seen it over yeah and over this question is mad can we get the next question okay. I'm <laughs> all right uh we'll just take one more we've gone like over the two hour mark now dan g asks what what do you guys think about 5v5 or 4v4 instead of 6v6 6v6 cleaner spectating easier balancing easier to cast smoother play i had really wanted to see some experimenting with this kind of stuff because they gave us all the tools to do it they gave us the tools to adjust ultimate charge and instant respawns and all this stuff i I had mentioned to you even that I wanted yep. to try just doing it for fun. It didn't have to be like serious or competitive. I'm not saying you guys are wrong. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> but I wanted to try 3v3 King of the Hill with instant respawns. And Shut up, sir. You you're have... wrong, man. Damn. <laughs> no, I, I just wanted to see how it played out. I don't think anyone has really tried to go and do anything different. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I for one-off events, I, I think it's a, a cool idea. I mean, I think it'd be fun and, and to try. I mean, just generally just playing for fun is what we, you were talking about. I, of course, yeah. I think that would be interesting. But even one-off events, why not? You know, go, go 4v4 and, and have some fun doing that. But I can't see 4v4 or 5v5 ever being like... Save it for the all-star match at BlizzCon. The all-star match with the legends. <laughs> <laughs> the legends happen, of six though. months. It, it just can't because like Blizzard's whole they, they're changing a, fun t- a fundamental aspect of the game of 6v6 to like 5v5 they, they won't happen like yeah you can have these one, once in a while fun tournaments but mm-hmm. it's not going to be worth it and it's not really going to get you anywhere in the long run especially having these teams yeah. cut one or two people from their rosters to play in a tournament it's like alright you know Mitchell you know we saw you on the overview and you were a jerk you're out you know we, we don't think you want to play with this five like you just can't <laughs> kick people off a team after they put in so much time like that because you want a smaller number yeah. for a tournament. For the um, TF2 is is well aware of this as well, that people don't even know that 6v6 is the competitive format because there was no matchmaking or anything like that. So like ha- actually having 6v6 being the game mode that you play in Overwatch is good to be able to relate to and say, I play quick play, I know exactly what they're playing. Like Counter-Strike, you know exactly what Counter-Strike ranked play is. And that's yeah. the competitive. It's good to have that that equal sign there. And if you start doing all these crazy rule sets, people are just like, there's a big disconnect of like, wait, I don't even get what. (laughs) Right. I thought competitive was 24-7, 2-4 Insta. I know. That's (laughs) what I thought too for the longest time. 
crazy. I wish there was like uh, custom maps like in TF2, like 1v1 mm-hmm. arenas, like to practice a certain character or practice a certain point. If I can see, yes, oh, it's amazing because you can practice certain takes. You can practice a certain part of a map against a 1v1 or a 5v5. But will Blizzard give the tools to be you able can to do that? that? Why can't you? Can you not do no, that? No, no, no. no. Well, you mean, can, but I'm talking like a specific map. I can't think of what they have in TF2, but it's two uh, soldiers MG, fighting over. Yeah. Spire, they're fighting over this like MG. one. Oh, yeah, Spire. Thank you. Yeah. And they just literally mm-hmm. attack each other over and over again. And like, if you want to practice Widowmaker doing these air shots, like, yeah, you can sit there and do it. I don't know if you can tweak cooldowns. Can you in custom settings? Yeah, you can. you can. I think. Okay. Yeah. In, in but you want your yeah. what your like CS your CS aim map. You know, you want to be able to practice one v one just mm-hmm. on raw aim alone. Because strategy you can practice in scrims, but raw aim you can't really do as easily in custom games. I, I, I don't think they'll have it on launch, but I think they notice that people want this because people are bringing up how skirmish mode is really poorly made and it takes the whole amount of time of the skirmish to get to the middle of the map. And people, it's fun. It's good to just have a place to practice. Or yeah. having no one to play against the skirmish and just wanting to be yeah. able to play <laughs> just running well, around. Yeah. I know skirmish was made in like four days, but that's besides the point. All right, guys. Well, why don't we wrap up the show? It's been a good solid two hours here. Fun discussions with you guys. And definitely well, happy well. happy to have all three of you guys come on since, since my co-hosts are are missing so i'm really happy that we were able to knock out a great episode uh i want to do some shout outs before we take off uh mistral want to start off uh, i have my contractually obligated sponsorship <laughs> shout out you're not supposed to say and, that and who who are they hey, do, do you have the list i'd like to thank the refreshing taste of monster energy <laughs> yes, he's getting good astro man. headsets DX Racer Gaming Chairs, Elgato Gaming, Scuff Gaming, and Twitch.tv. Are you reading this from something? Dude, no. Hush, hush. He's doing good. He's doing good, man. Guy, what are you giving me? Wait, wait, wait. Crap? What headphones are you wearing right now? Oh, actually. Oh, no. Oh, what is it? That did not look like a headphones. Right? Uh, they haven't sent me any yet. Okay, those so. are like Sennheiser. Is that, is that a red boy? Is that a red boy I see mm. on your desk beside you? <laughs> no. no. You can't even see my desk. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, my little mermaid. Poster. Little mermaid, though. He's 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 got that spot. He's got that poster over there. <laughs> All right, <laughs> nice, Esther. You want to do shoutouts? Uh shout out to Chan Man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Shout out to my wife. I haven't seen her in like a day. <laughs> shout out to my stream. Yes, I I do one of those. I uh, hear I'm a salty ball sack, but I, I still do it anyway, despite my. Despite my um, my shortcomings, playing some Flame Break today, right? Yeah, that is some great promotion there, man. Said awesome. Never mind. I'm not gonna get in there. You said shortcomings, and I'm just like thinking about what uh, kind of shortcomings you could be talking about. Of being a salty ball sack. Ah. Mm, okay. <laughs> yeah. So that's not where my listen, mind went. But listen, all right. <laughs> Jason, I want to do some shoutouts. Uh, you know, Chan Man for having me on, even though I missed the first one. Uh, my future <laughs> wife, she's out there somewhere. Um, ESL for actually giving me the opportunity to work on Overwatch mostly full time and to be able to do what I do. And of course, my uh, my parents for supporting me when I was at a rough time in my life, wanting to actually explore esports and work with it, and they gave me the opportunity to. All right, that's thanks for that. Thanks that's for that laugh. Good. That <laughs> <laughs> she is out there somewhere. Yeah, it's so she heard the shortcomings part. 
And she, yeah, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, just round things up by thanking the again the three of you guys. It's always you know stir having you back on. You know, just coast for a long time, and it's always great mm-hmm. getting a chance to yeah, anytime. To, yeah, uh, Jason. Anytime, but you know, not every time. Jason. Jason is the reason why I called Jeff Jason that one episode because he was supposed to be on that one episode, and I just like, oh man, I'm never gonna live that down. But oh yeah, uh, shout to Stir for uh, correcting you on that one. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I would. Oh my god, I would have continued doing it for a while. That's the sad thing because it was subconsciously. You did it a couple of times. Like, it was like subconsciously was, on my brain. Was, oh, sat there. Yeah, so Jason's at some point. You know, I had he's, to speak up. He's uh, he's been in my subconscious at moments in in my life. So uh, thanks for that. <laughs> and then Minstrel for uh, the second time coming on. So really, really appreciate you coming on and just having the insight you always give. It's so it's definitely great to get your perspective from, especially you being on one of the best teams in Overwatch and my and, boundless enthusiasm. And boundless enthusiasm. It's character. It's character. Right. It has nothing yeah. to do with enthusiasm. Uh, but thanks to all the viewers too for hanging out, checking out the show. If it's the first time I'm watching it, uh, definitely follow the show at the Overview GG on Twitter if you're interested in just you know whenever we we uh, whenever I announce the news on when it's going to be. It's generally every Tuesday at 4 p.m., which is this time. And Fishsticks and Shade will be back, and hopefully we can talk about some more changes i'm sure there's gonna be some bad changes in the in the coming weeks and even more events but until then for minstrel stir jason and myself champion v we'll see you next week later